0: Hey, this is Gengar Greasy,
1: and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. There we go. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Poke Tower Podcast. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. It's
0: first... Is this the first episode of the first New Year? First episode of the New Year. Oh, hey. So, New Year, new cool. episode. Yeah.
1: All right. New year, new podcast. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, Same stuff, guys. Poke Tower Top 5. Doesn't look like we have Gengar's Grabs today. We got some fan questions, um, the Devon Court segment, and then I think that's it.
0: I think, yeah. I think that's about it. That's all we have for today. We got a handful of questions and um, the uh, no Gengar's Grabs because, again, we've, we're we just waiting for Shining Fates at this point, Which so a couple more weeks and uh, what's it called? What else were we waiting on? Oh, PSA boxes. So we're sending yeah. lots of PSA boxes. Mm-hmm. Lots of things going on with us, like business-wise. So a lot of it hasn't been um, hobby-related, but that's how we stack our collections is by actually running business, too. So a little bit of everything today. Episode 17.
1: Yeah. yeah. Looks like it's going like four months strong. You know, we celebrated last uh, last episode. Um, so we're going to keep it going strong this year in 2021. Keep the podcast alive. Keep the support coming. So again, thank you everyone for uh, supporting. You know, always leaving uh, some comments, always having some good things to say. You know, spread the word. Yeah, we got twenty twenty one. We, we got we got a, we got a lot to accomplish in twenty twenty one. We got a whole lot, you know, and we're stepping it up every every week. So as as our listeners, as supporters, I hope you guys step up that support a little bit more. Tell your mom, your dad, your grandma, whoever.
0: Spread Get it on your TikTok. More rating. So we, this is our first milestone. We need to get to 35 star ratings on our uh, Apple podcast. So if you're an Apple listener, keep giving us those stars. If you haven't yet, please do it. Hey, even if you're
1: using an Apple phone and you're listening on Spotify, then just go over to the Apple podcast app. Here, we'll share. Find find the Poketara podcast and give us a a rating. It doesn't have to be a five. You know what I mean? If you think think we're worthy of a two or three, (laughs) you know, it's whatever you think.
0: Five stars. Five. Five stars only. Uh, across the board all five yeah so we're at 23 we need to get to 30 that'll be our that's a small goal guys that's a small goal we can definitely do it here's some reviews uh, that we haven't read back in a while so december 26 okay this was just recently then so from gilliam glass he says top tier five stars so much info in one place paired with transparency and honesty a really great place to show you how to monetize the hobby you won't get rich well actually you will uh but these guys are really teaching a man to fish. Just want to say thank you. I took your advice and don't have to come out of my personal pocket to collect. It makes it so much more fun. Hey, yeah, that's, you that's game right there. You teach a man to fish, and you <laughs> feed him for a day.
1: <laughs> if okay. anyone knows that meme that I'm talking about. Yeah. It's a, it's a funny one.
0: It's the news anchor that messes up the uh the quote. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it was it's actually a very funny video. <laughs> but uh no, appreciate it. And um, again, if you guys do take our advice, I would, I would think that there's going to be someone who's you know had the same amount of success that I've had over the last year and some change, or even more. Someone will probably even do it even better. So it can be profitable. It's my this is my freaking part time job. I like put like forty hours a week into it. Um, so I can't imagine once I get up to you know eighty hours, like a real real job. Almost yeah, I like hours. I like
1: to think that I've done pretty well um, yeah. so far in in terms of my my collection, how well how far it's come, yeah. and uh, the small scalps that I've had and the big scalps that I've had, and you know and the mistakes that I have made over the the past you know couple of months that I've been doing this. It's there's a whole yeah. lot, you know what so I mean. Not, that, I'm not to aff- go over, but we we also have a uh, who <clears throat> boy wonder boy wonder
0: right. He also bucks he, in his first month.
1: Yeah, he made he made a lot of money. You mm-hmm. know, just following you know things that we were saying. And again, guys. You may not get rich. It's how much you put in is how much you're going to get That's out. Exact.
0: It's what it is. It's, it reciprocates what you give. I didn't mean to say 40 hours right now. I'm probably doing like, like a part-time job. What would be a part-time job? Like less than 20 hours a week. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So every day when I get home from work, work, I come here and work and I do like an hour or two of eBay. And it could be, it could be anything from, um, making sure like a spreadsheets, right. It could be simply like organizing. It could be listing things. um, Anything that has to do with running an eBay store, not just making sales, it, it could be just a day of packing. So, I could spend an hour and drafting listings, cards. yeah. You know? It's it's there's all kinds of things you can comping do, comping cards, you know, making sure you have all the prices right and everything. Yeah, so right now, I'm like, I'm averaging like an hour or two a day. And if I want to double or triple that output, I just got kind of to have to squeeze out, you know, whenever I can, um, extra time and that it reciprocates. So, if, you know, if I made 30,000 this year, if I want to double it, I would have to, exp- I'd have to assume that 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 output comes from double the time at least or you work more efficiently it's one or the other so
1: yeah so simply if this is your your first time coming into the poke tire podcast you know you're new to collecting you're trying to get into it it's a it, real job it is it's a lot of it's, it's a lot uh, of work
0: it's not like sunshine and rainbows it's it's fun it it's is fun, fun.
1: You got to remember to always have fun. That's it's a lot of work. Yeah, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Listings, making listings, finding listings. And that's why I get so cards. Slack. You Grading cards, you got to search them. You got to make sure you have the right names in there. Yeah. It's all kinds of stuff that goes into it. But at the same time, guys, there's everything that you need to know here, here, yeah. the Poke tire podcast
0: and I got everywhere it. on our social media. I made a, I've been making a lot of video on bulk lately and the pushback. Yeah, yeah. the pushback from a lot of people is that it takes too much time. See, and that, uh, I can't teach you the value of selling your bulk on your own versus selling it to someone else. Mm-hmm. Of course it takes time. All good things take time. Um, but we, we won't get into that. But, uh, yeah, thanks for that review there. And we've got another one from Justin Style, another five-star. He said, Poker, Pokey Towering to Unreachable. One of the best podcasts to, for Pokemon trading card game community these brothers are very knowledgeable in Pokemon cards itself. Both grow up collecting and even playing competitively. Just take an hour, listen to one of their episodes, and be fire. You know it. You'll find yourself on eBay looking to buy if you haven't bought already. Pokemon cards are the best price to collect to resell. Yeah. All that in a nutshell. And I think that's it for the reviews, the newer reviews that we haven't shared yet. So, and then again, you don't have to do a write up. You can just give us five stars too. That works too. We're trying to get up there. Yeah, we are. We're We're trying to get up there. We're
1: working. You know what I mean? We're trying to bring you guys the value Mm and all the knowledge that we can. We can't grow unless you guys let us. Every week with a new episode where we've been introducing the the Q&As. They've been a little bit off because of the holidays, but, you know. We're getting back on track. Yeah, we're getting back on track with all the holidays getting out of the way now. We're going to be right back on track. By the way, that
0: that dropped this Saturday. I actually did get it out on Saturday. So The live QA number two, you can go on YouTube and see us face-to-face if you haven't yet. Just search Gengar Greasy on YouTube. You'll find it. Or um, if you're busy and you don't have time, you can you can find it on your uh, favorite podcast platform. It's all there now, so we'll uh, we'll keep uploading that, and it's it's actually been helping up uh, with our numbers too. So appreciate that. Definitely. So it.
1: let's uh, get into this poker top five. Top five. <laughs>
0: top five. Um, this week, we some kind exciting choices on there. Yeah, well, we're going back to original, uh, Poketower top five stuff. And the reason why we can do that is because, uh, the majority of us, I don't want to lump everyone into this, but the majority of us probably got a stimulus check. That's just the cold, hard truth. If you haven't got one or you made too much money, I'm sorry. Um, but the bottom line, people have more money in their pockets right now, which means people, um are going to be selling stuff. People are going to be buying stuff. That's the whole point of a stimulus check. supposed to stimulate the economy. And if you're fortunate enough to have a decent job, you're probably just saving that money or you're going to spend it. One or the other. So these are like classic Pokey Tower top five picks. And some stuff we brought back because um, I just had to, I went and looked back and I was like, wow, these are definitely worth the numbers. Uh, So number five here, on the top 5 is the Mega Charizard from Flashfire 108 out of 106. This is a sleeper card, guys. Um, I bought mine. Crap, when did I wanted to buy mine last last spring. Want to say I bought it I bought a PSA 8.5 last spring for um, $50. Hmm.
1: that's that's a steal. 50
0: dollars Yeah, that's a steal. Um, current PSA 8s are going for 300. PSA 9s are going for $550, PSA 10s are going for $8.99. So why do I bring this up? I mean you could buy a PSA 10. Unfortunately, when I was looking, when I was researching this, there was a PSA 10 for $7.40. And I was actually telling my dad he should buy it. I was like, dude, this is underpriced. The reason being is because in December there was a PSA 10 sale for 1400 dollars You could literally buy a PSA 10 right now for under a thousand and sell it for over a thousand there's there's huge disconnects to the supply and demand and uh anyone who wants this card in a 10 is is gonna buy what they can find because there's there's not enough out there um so my whole point with this is remember this is the only charizard mega charizard x in existence there are no other mega charizard x's i think there's one more in that set though he's just not the secret yeah but that i'm talking about the secret one there's no you would have think you would have thought they would already make another one, so like Charizard Y is also in Flashfire, mm-hmm. but he was reprinted in Evolutions, same card. So if you're in the market for a Charizard, even an eight is a viable option here. I I think three hundred dollars for PSA eight is undervalued, and let's take a lesson out of our book for the last time we saw Charizard prices skyrocket. There were plenty of people that were buying base set Charizards for a couple hundred and turn it into 2000 3000. Now do I think that's going to happen for this guy? Most likely not, but you can expect that same trend at just a lower scale. So a 300 like mine, a $50 card is now worth over 300 for me. That's the kind of growth you can get out of this and it's a great option for people that don't want to grade cards. Buy a card with the grade already with the work already done because it's been graded and buy a card that's out of print, buy a card that is low supply like because the, su- the supply is capped no their pokemon's not going to print any more flash fire charizards they're just done so um you could win here because there's a supply demand uh it's one of the easiest ways to get into the hobby if you don't know crap just buy stuff that's already graded and out of print you're going to do well as long as you got a good pokemon and a good grade you can do you do pretty well and i shared one last night too remember that dark machamp i shared a while back yeah, no, I do. Yeah, I got a, I got the Dark Machamp PSA nine for fifty dollars. It is now selling for one hundred and fifty plus, and that was like just a few months ago that I got it. So and it's already over one hundred and fifty. Um, so if you're if you're a noob and you don't understand how we look at raw cards and grade them and do all that stuff, just buy graded. You don't have to get a PSA membership. You don't have to try and eyeball a card. There's no long wait times because everyone's crying about wait times for PSA. The work is done all you're waiting for is for the guy to ship it to you that's it and again mega charizard x i think it's this better card than mega charizard y nobody likes charizard y at least i i mean the majority of people would choose charizard x over charizard y and it's weird that pokemon hasn't made another one i agree i don't know why pokemon hasn't made another one it's odd my son's banging on the door right now um so good picks. If if you're in the market for an eight, you know maybe you can only spend three hundred. There's a handful out there. Nines are five fifty plus. Tens are at eight ninety nine, and it's too bad that that one for seven hundred went. That would have been a really good buy. That would have been a very under market buy. Um, but the demand's there. They're still selling. They're selling like crazy. So, I think a fire, What six years old? That's nothing. Probably something like that. Yeah. Yeah, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, that's not We're bad. Gonna be seven years old. It's a great one. It's a great card. If you're talking about if you had to say like what Charizard should I get, it'd be this would be one of the best ones I think you can get right now. Even more so than the Champions Path Charizards, which everyone's still asking about. I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't Dude, get Rainbow it. Rainbow Rare Charizard. Champions Path. What do you think? I'm like, It's good, but you you're gonna be waiting a long time and I don't know if you have that kind of patience. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know. You know. Everyone's still on it. Yeah, I don't know your discipline level or yeah, or you know how you see your collection or how but much it, money it, you're trying to make out of it. it. Just comment on my TikTok, dude, VMAX Charizard, Rainbow Rare, buy it or no? I'm like, what? For what? You want to try and flip it? Probably not. You know what I mean? If you just love the card, absolutely. What are you talking about? But for the guys at the Poke Tower podcast, Mega Charizard, EX, Flashfire, Secret Rare, 108, 106, you should do it. You should totally do it if you're if you're into Charizard and you don't, you know. Next person to
1: ask me that, that question about a Champion's Path Charizard, I was telling dude, go buy 10 boxes. Go.
0: Okay. Well, I think we got a question that's going <laughs> to... We said, got a question like that hey, today, what you, so. hey,
1: what do you think about the Rainbow Charizard VMAX? Go buy 10 Champion's Path boxes and then, then come tell me what you think of it.
0: No, no <laughs> I, I get it. I totally get it. I totally get it. All right. Enough of that. I, I just think it's a great card, guys. It's a it's a win win. Um, number four here on the top five. We're going back to vintage, and this is this is a big steal. Uh, Japanese rocket booster packs. They're selling for two hundred to two fifty, which is actually an increase from any previous price. They're they're not. It's not like they're on sale or they're going cheaper or anything. But um, when we first started the podcast, there was a time when you could buy heavy American packs. Uh, verified heavy American packs. You know, open them, so you get your nostalgia fix because you get to open this vintage pack. You pull the hollow out, you grade it, and now the card in a PSA nine or ten is double, triple the price what you paid for the heavy pack. You can't do that anymore with American because the prices are just so jacked up. But Japanese, you totally can. Um, and I got this idea because the card economist, who I'm a huge fan of, has been great ripping- guy. Yeah. He has been ripping through Team Rocket Japanese booster packs like crazy um, because the math works. The math works. Let me tell you about this. So Blastoise PSA 9, a Japanese one, Dark Blastoise, 200+. plus. That's already the price of your pack right there. And some of you are saying, well, that's not worth it because you got to grade it, all this other stuff. But there's other cards in Rocket that you can pull, like a Dark Charmander, Dark Squirtle, Dark Charmeleon. Those are all hits um, that people will pay good money for if you grade them. So you're talking about turning a $200 pack into like 700 bucks, You know what I mean? Yeah. Very possible. Um, but you got to get the hits. And that's something that uh, the card economist kind of expresses in his videos. He's like, look, this pack we barely broke even because we got one hollow, and the rest of the pack wasn't that good. But some packs, you know, you pull Dark Charmander, Dark Squirtle, Dark Charmeleon all in the same pack and you get a hollow chase card. You're like way in the green. So the math works. Um for the most part in some cases you might lose a little bit of money here or there but if you're in the market for can some these, vintage booster packs can these packs be weighed Um they can they'll they'll be you get a hollow in each pack mm. for the Japanese rocket packs so you're going to get a hollow but um I guess if you wanted to go with the heaviest of the heavy maybe that means you get a, like a super foil card I mean I don't know you know what I mean Yeah Um
1: No I was just I was I was asking like the rocket you said you could buy a heavy pack back then for two hundred bucks. American. American. American, because they don't have hollows in each pack. Yeah. I am saying but now like I don't know what it is, but I'm kinda of timid. I'm not like put off of buying like packs like that, like vintage packs, then that aren't in a sealed booster box. Just because like they always say they're unweighed. Yeah, but what happens if you had a whole booster box and you weighed all the light you weighed yeah, all the yeah, light and no heavies means, and then you, you wanna say that they're unweighed. A
0: lot no a lot of buyers a lot of buyers do that. Or a lot of yeah. sellers say that they're unweighed um, the only thing you can do, I go buy a whole lot of light packs. That's, exactly. That's why you buy packs that show the scale on it. Mm-hmm. And they show the number of what it weighs because when you weigh it, if that number doesn't match, you can get a refund. You just, you just don't do that. Um, so there you
1: go guys. So if you're looking to put your stimulus check on some, uh, English, you know, uh, team rocket packs, or you just have the money to, to put it on some English team rocket packs or cause the Japanese ones, obviously it doesn't matter because you get, you get a foil in every, every yeah. pack. But in terms of of the American stuff, guys, that's the best way to go about it. I know that's one thing that I was always, like, timid about. I don't know if you guys had the same question. Or you you go through really reputable sellers. Denny's been the only person I know that's bought vintage packs. But he bought a sealed booster box and stuff, right?
0: Yeah, but you can also go through reputable sellers. There are reputable sellers that will literally tell you, I'm not going to weigh these packs. I will not let you pick your packs. I'm just going to pull from the top of the box. There are tons of sellers that have, you know, hundred percent feedback with thousands of reviews on this stuff but you gotta you gotta find them not every seller on ebay is like that yeah some people literally do lie and they say they're unweighed but they know they're light but with the japanese ones you're gonna get a hit so i like that um yeah i like that too that's cool the psa 10 dark blastoise 600 plus i like that card and in you, general you got you got you got great chances when you are when it's packed fresh the only thing you're gonna have an issue with is the centering where's my phone i wonder if- um Another one. Charizard, Dark Charizard, PSA 9 is 300 plus. A Dark Charizard and a PSA 10 is 800 plus. These are from the Japanese Team Rocket booster packs that you can find for 200 to $250. Do the math, guys, it works. Uh, And then the last one here, just for example, a PSA 9 Dark Dragonite is $200 plus. So you might get the cost back of your pack plus whatever else you pull. Um, And then you have. $900 $900 plus for a PSA 10. These are Japanese. And Japanese is a great if you don't care about the English, you know, Japanese deal like these are great options. Um and again, I think are underpriced for even for even even if it's Japanese, it's underpriced uh when you consider it's vintage and it's like pushing 20 something years old. So uh Japanese rocket booster packs, look them up on eBay, 200 to 250, find reputable sellers. Do not find a seller Look at their stuff. Look at the items they're selling. Look at their feedback. Look at the pictures. If they're trying to hide something, do not buy from them. Ask a million questions. Ask for pictures, and uh, you should be just fine. I know a lot of people get scared because it's a lot of money, um, but that's the only way you make money too. Is you you have to buy stuff. You can't just you know sit there with five hundred bucks in your pocket and hope it grows in value. Um, but a great pick for uh, anyone that's that's fortunate enough to spend their stimulus. Great pick. Yeah, I like it. Number three here. We'll go budget. We're going to go budget right now. Someone's going to buy this. It's on my watch list in the top five. Number three on the top five. This one's pretty cool. Yeah. PSA 9 2003 Rocket Sneasel. This is not from Team Rocket. This is not a Rocket set card. It's actually from a 2003 Pokemon best of game promo. $49. Forty nine dollars. You can find it right now on eBay. Unless it sells tonight, Tuesday night, there is one on eBay right now for forty nine bucks. Devin's gonna buy it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, think about the year, the time hack on that. For, well, first of all, Sneasel is a desirable Pokemon. Yeah, he's cool. Two, it's a promo. Three, PSA nine. Four, two thousand three. Four. So, and number four, two thousand three. It is a um, what do I say? This, it's from the era that came right after, you know, when Pokemon had its boom. So, from you know, I consider nineteen ninety nine to like two thousand two, like the the gold rush of like the first gold rush of Pokemon, and then two thousand three, two thousand four. That's when Pokemon kind of dropped off. It had some of its its uh, darker years. I don't want to say darker years, but its lowest years in terms of growth. Because that's when the company made the change to print the cards themselves instead of using Wizards of the Coast. Things like that. So $49, PSA 9, Rocket Sneasel, best of game promo. $49, that's a steal. Underpriced in my opinion. This is something you can buy right now, next year. Not even next year, maybe within six months you could sell it for $90 if you wanted to. But if you're a Sneasel fan, this is a great time to pick it up. I wish there were cards like that for Gengar. But he's just stupid priced. Uh, number two on the top five, going vintage again. Japanese fossil booster packs. You can find them for as low as 188 bucks. Who who was it that that asked the question about
1: Japanese um, buying Japanese cards? It was one, of, one of one of the listeners asked a question about you know do you prefer Japanese over American and blah blah blah. blah. Oh, right. Remember that question? Mm, barely. Well, anyways, we had a question like that on the podcast, and uh, this is this is actually like a really good,
0: like I don't know. I'm just seeing. I'm seeing. This is just my personal opinion. And again, the top five would be things. Do you that think
1: because so, everything's so out of range in terms in terms of American? Yeah, people have to go somewhere. Born, yeah,
0: people have to go somewhere. Um, and when you can, when you can pull a you know, dragonite from fossil in a $190 booster pack that's that's big money yeah Um, that's big money because I'm I'm talking about fossil dragonite now if you pull a fossil dragonite out of one of these Japanese fossil booster packs at 190 you're going to be in the green all day that's the chase card of the set so and this is kind of applicable to any I would say besides base set because I think base set Japanese packs are like pushing the $500 range which is kind of insane um but you can do this for Jungle, you can do this for Fossil, you can do this for Team Rocket right now, which are all great sets. Like, you know, if I was into ripping packs, and, uh, this is probably, these were the things I'd get, for sure. And I think Fossil's weird, because I like, I mean, you pull an Articuno, Moltres, Lapras, Gengar, Dragonite, Kabutops, there's a handful of, like, good cards. And, um, I think it's a good play. I think it's a good play if you want to gamble because you also get a, you're going to get a hollow no matter what. It's just a matter of are you, which one of the 12 hollows are you going to get? Yeah. So, you know, $600, $600 stimulus check. Maybe you and your wife had something figured out. we say, Hey, I had my 600. You got your 600. You buy three of these bad boys. Yep. Yeah. If you're into grading too, you got to grade it. You can't just turn around and sell these raw. That would be foolish. Yeah. So look for good sellers. If you guys have any questions, you can hit me up. too. hit me up on Instagram, and I'll consult with you as far as is this a good seller? Is this a good listing? I'll try my best to give you my opinion. Um, but it, it just you got to put in the hours of looking on eBay. That's how I find good sellers. They're out there, um, but you have to look. You got to you got to sift through a lot of crap.
1: Um, let's see. You got I like all this Japanese that we have on the on the top five it's different right yeah it's it's, it, it's really different i just
0: like the i like the compromise because you're getting vintage that's at the cheapest price you can get yeah, right now
1: that's exactly what, what i was just gonna say right now is that you can literally get vintage at prices that you used to be able to get them at you know mm-hmm. like american vintage right you can get so like i'm looking at this right now and i've, I've always told Danny, like i don't ever think i'll have vintage i'll never get vintage never get my yeah. hands on vintage it's just not gonna happen i have to buy all my stuff you know singles psa yeah. graded already because i don't want to deal with the headache but now, looking at this, there's Japanese back from, you know, Fossil, mm-hmm. Team Rocket packs that I never got to open up. So, I mean, that just opens up all kinds of oh yeah all kinds of new opportunities and doors. Yeah, and
0: and uh, we looked at, I mean, you can you can get like one American pack for the price that you could probably get three Japanese. Yeah, and especially and especially, you're guaranteed a holo.
1: That, that's the
0: people. That's that, the part that, people aren't getting.
1: Especially as much as you see, uh, you see all the American stuff on eBay. And then you see, like, a couple Japanese, like, listings here and there. Yeah. And you're like, oh, whatever, the Japanese, you Just you look over them so many times. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You're just like, oh, whatever, whatever. And you never really look at the prices. But looking at the prices in these comps, they're not bad at all.
0: And the math does work out, like, completely. The math works. Now, you do, you're kind of, it's like a hybrid between gambling and locking in value. You're locking in value because they're vintage cards and you get a hollow in each pack. You're gambling because you're hoping that it's one of the chase cards that would put you like 2x over your mu- what you paid. That's the gamble, but even even, you know, even if you got like a, a ditto hollow in Japanese, you're still going to make some money. Grade it get a PSA 10, you, you know, you can still sell that thing for, you know, 100 bucks, 150 bucks. So, you have options. Um and this this is be one of the few times we're ever going to see these prices. And I'm giving this to you guys now because the card economist has yeah, jump on he's been it now. pushing hard. He's been jump pushing on it hard. Now. He's like, look, these fossil packs, they're nice, but they they weren't always $200. They are now. You know what I mean? So buy now. Yeah. And I I, I listen to that guy. He's, he's one of the few guys I listen to in terms of like high-end collecting. He's got the numbers figured out. I agree. I like yeah. it a lot. yep it just, it just makes sense. All right. Let's go to number one. This is the baller spend of the day the ball well i guess if you bought that mega charizard for 900 at the psa 10 that's a baller spend too but i will tell you that i think you could get it for 15 to 1600 by like this time next year possibly more the value is just going to go up in it i have seen it already with mine what's what's oh, the flash right the flash one yeah what's yeah, yeah. 50 into 400 dollars that's like 2000 to into 400 is that 20,000 right no 50 into 400 my i bought mine at 50 it's now 400 bucks oh 350 you went out, yeah, three hundred fifty bucks, or like that's what more than six x my money. It's like seven or eight, yeah, eight x. So, I've already seen the value go up. I'm just telling you what I know. Yeah, now. I remember. I remember how many times we looked at it. We we're like, oh,
1: dude, eight of five. I don't know. You're like, yeah, I don't know, dude. I bought this for like thirty bucks, but I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. Yeah, <laughs> now look at it. <laughs> I actually like. I
0: actually like that card though, so it's gonna be hard to get rid of. Yeah. Um, all right, number one on the Poke Tower top five, last one of the night, Japanese. Yep. Japanese Shiny Star V Charizard. Now you can buy this one raw, but they're going about 3 to 400 raw, which I think is a little high. Here's the here's the kicker though. You can get a PSA 10 or BGS 9.5, some cases a pristine 10 for less than 600 bucks right now. I'm watching I'm watching bids go for 500 mark. I'm watching buy it nows go for um around 600. How much did the? now? That raises the question like, how much did
1: the first uh Rainbow VMAX Japanese PSA 10
0: Charizard um, go for? That one was different though because it was the world championship one, theirs was limited. Theirs is different. The Charizard VMAX, the rainbow one, yeah, that one went for like oh, I want to say like 12,000 bucks the numbers off but it went it went off for like the thousands of dollars because it's a world championship promo theirs was a promo ours is like a you get it in the packs deal that one's yeah that one's that one's different um but if you're a charizard collector and you don't care about japanese versus american i think 600 dollars is totally fair for a psa 10 or bgs 9.5 pristine 10 you know 600 is totally fair. If this is something you want to keep on your shelf and just flex it and you don't care about Shining Fates because you know you're not going to pull it anyways, this is a great option um, because I guarantee you when the Shining Fates Zards come out and they go for 10s, those things will be selling for 14 to like 1800. And then they might we might see a drop depending on how much Pokemon printed, but I have, I have a feeling this one's going to outpace the rainbow one. Um, we may see prices as low as 800 at some point. For a ten, but that's—I don't think it'll budge. So while you got your stimulus check, go for the Japanese one in a ten. Get a ten though. Don't don't be cheap and get a nine. Get, get go get yourself a ten for under six hundred bucks.
1: I'm definitely getting schooled right now. I don't know much about Japanese cards. Yeah, maybe. at all. So uh, I'm I'm definitely taking in a lot of knowledge, a whole lot of value right now because I I yeah. did, I honestly don't know much. I, I couldn't even tell you if I'd ever look up Japanese fossil booster packs or if i'd ever even look up a japanese shiny star v right now like currently like right now i don't think i would ever even search it yeah it would have never even crossed my mind
0: yeah it's um here we go hold on but looking at the price it's crazy it just makes sense and yeah when someone like the car economist who like does this you know i mean he's he's got tens of thousands of followers when he's telling you to do this he's not lying you know what i mean um so all these are great picks but I put the the Shiny Star Charizard, Shiny Star V Charizard, the Vmax Charizard at number 1 as a fun buy. This is this is for you guys that are just want to collect. This is not a flip by any means. The reason I wouldn't say it's a flip or a reselling opportunity is cuz I don't know crap about this Charizard from Shiny Star V in terms of its value. I have not what I'm trying to say is I haven't seen the value. I haven't been watching the prices like I normally do for any card. Yeah. Where I'm like, "Hey, wait, these debuted at Twelve hundo. now they're down to 600 in about three weeks i assume they're going to be here i haven't done any of that analysis all i'm telling you is i know that we all got stimulus checks if you want to spend a little bit of money i think it's a great time to buy one because you can get one for under 600 i, I was seeing auctions at 510 505 that's insane for any psa 10 are really oh yeah no that's that's crazy um and it's it's you know it's it's japanese um you know that's like the only that's the only thing that really sh- knocks its value, and that's just us as Americans, you know, being picky. So, great option. Hold on, I want to look at this promo real quick, just to let, just to show you what I'm talking about. I might have to look it up at another time, but um, Japanese shiny star V
1: Charizard. So probably not. There it is. The, the last time you're gonna hear of them. We're gonna be go. talking about this Charizard so, here to come. A the lot. The reason why. Updating this, you guys on the prices, you know what I mean? They come out in the English version and everything. Check this out.
0: So, the rainbow Pokemon card, Japanese Charizard, VMAX, rainbow rare. This is 104. Um, It's 104 in their set. And it has a promo stamp on it. It's 9,000 bucks. Raw. It's out of stock. Hmm. So, theirs was like a super, super promo. And I think that's why... America jumped on the hype so much is like this is the next best Zard because they saw that but we didn't take into account that theirs was actually like capped where ours can be printed to like forever so that's the only difference Hmm. now I don't know if they did an additional set where they say this is a non-promo Rainbow Rare Charizard in Japanese all I know is that the Japanese one that I was watching was like a was a big deal I didn't even know that Yeah. yeah I had no idea yep um geez japanese is, is just a whole nother whole yeah, nother beast it's, a whole it's, nother monster. Yeah, it is <laughs> it really is it really is and i think it's a great opportunity you know right yeah, now yeah, there's so
1: much opportunity like sitting here staring at the top five there's so much opportunity there
0: it's crazy and now i don't know if i would tell you guys to buy any of this stuff or that it's on my radar without the 25th anniversary coming around so if you're a guy that can't wait more than six months to make some big bucks in pokemon which I hate to say, but if you're that guy who has no patience and you just can't see the value in waiting for stuff, that's why I think this stuff is such a big deal right now. Because I have a feeling that Japanese booster packs will be over three hundred, four hundred dollars after the twenty-fifth anniversary, and then you're gonna be shooting yourself in the foot. You're like, man, I remember when they were one eighty. So, stuff to consider. Might have some Japanese, some Japanese vintage
1: booster packs coming in. Hey. My why not? Year soon. I mean, I mean, yeah, why not? It's crazy.
0: I mean, look at a what is what is a darkness of blaze? Right. Booster it's box a great going point
1: for. to bring up. It's a it's a great point to bring up in terms of uh, the twenty fifth anniversary. And then uh, booster boxes. I think for darkness
0: of blaze, last time I went to the card shop, they were like one forty. I think one forty for a darkness of blaze booster box. Now our our shop marks up a little bit, so maybe let's just say you can find them for one twenty five. For sixty dollars more, you can get a vintage pack with a guaranteed hollow you know what i mean like yeah people don't think about this stuff um but it's definitely interesting to talk about i think that's why we keep going around in circles with it but it's there guys it's totally there and if i didn't have so much stuff on my list i would probably just buy it all but i have to like part out my money because i'm buying so many different things right now buying so much stuff so uh this is on the radar things that i've seen value on that are being slept on right now in the top five cool
1: i mean the top yeah. five was definitely like i said it was exciting it's new guys It's all like it's fresh it's fresh yeah like we, like we said we, we bring in the new year with some fresh stuff after the holiday uh episode that we had last like, week yeah. you know so honestly this is fresh stuff it's even fresh for me i mean me and denny discussing we talk about that it dark dragon um, man but i'd love to have one it's crazy when you really when you really dive in you think about these numbers and you talk about it there's so much opportunity to be made here like oh yeah It's crazy.
0: Oh yeah. uh, Last thing before we sum up the top five. The The other other, option. I'm I'm
1: having a hard time discussing and talking about it because my head's just running like, hmm, 200 bucks, 250 bucks, rocket booster. Okay, this, that, this, that. Like, I'm just thinking right now. There's so many opportunities. uh, Yeah, there's
0: so much. Because (laughs) let's say, let's say you, let's say you buy a Japanese rocket. This is the last thing we're going to talk about. Let's say you buy a Japanese rocket booster pack for 250, which is a premium right now. Maybe you didn't find one for 200. You find one for 250. You open it, you're guaranteed a hollow. You pull out a dark wheezing. You grade that dark wheezing in a PSA ten. Right now, dark wheezing is like less, like they're like literally like a hundred bucks, hundred ten bucks for PSA ten. This is what you do. The other option is you get that guy graded and you you sit on it for a little bit. You enjoy it. You show it off. Look at this, guys. I got a ten. Bop bop. You wait until that card is worth two hundred dollars. Then you sell it. That requires patience, but um. Th- if anything, guys, just take take a lesson from what we learned last year. Nothing has really lost value. It's just had its little ebbs and flows, but nothing has really lost value. I can't. I'm trying to think of a good example. It really hasn't. The only thing is everything's probably corrected a little bit. That's yeah, why we, we, touched we, it, we touched on it before. As long as you can survive the
1: dips and, yeah. and like... The roller coaster. It's like it's all you gotta survive. Every card that you get, it's always gonna have a dip, then it's gonna have a real big high, yeah. then it's gonna fall down real and low. And the dips, and then it, it'll, it'll average out for a while, and then it might it might go up. Like you're like, whoa, what? It went way up there, and then it'll go
0: back down and average out again. Keep, keep in mind, the dips aren't taking it down into the negative. You know what I mean? Yeah. The dips are not like if you buy a card for one hundred, it's not like it's going down to like sixty or fifty bucks. What's happening is you bought in at a hundred. By the time you got it graded the card went up to 200 and you're like oh this is a great time this is a great time but you didn't get your card back and now the card's down to 130 and you're so like scoped in you're like oh it's losing value it's losing value it's like yeah but you're still not you haven't lost money yet yeah you just you just weren't going to get that premium price that you wanted now you got to wait longer until you see that $200 price point again so that's stuff to think about too is patience i think vintage cards are are it's like shooting fish in a barrel it's really hard to lose you got to make really bad decisions to lose at vintage cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take it from the card economist. he would not be ripping this stuff open if it wasn't worth something. In in old vintage booster boxes,
1: thirty-six packs. Uh, that I'm not sure about. No, it, a Japanese booster box is it thirty-six packs. Sorry, I meant to say Japanese. Is Japanese booster box thirty-six packs or is it twenty-four? That I'm not sure about. I don't know.
0: I'm not sure. I've never bought a Japanese say, box. Like
1: two hundred bucks. If I bought 24 packs, say that's a whole booster box. i right? say if I wanted to open up a whole booster box for myself. Yeah. 24 packs times 200 is what? 4,800 bucks? Yeah. That's basically what you bought your base set, English edition. No, 4,500.
0: 4,500,
1: 4, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, could, yeah. I could finally have my... A full, yeah. Yeah, a full, oh, like, yeah. you know, vintage booster, an opening mm-hmm. for myself, which would bring back a, a ton of joy and fun yeah. into the hobby. And of course, as you guys see, it brought the money. But um, I think that about does it for the top five, huh?
0: Yeah, uh, and this week we aren't going in to Gengar's Grabs because I haven't really bought anything. Or Haunter's Laughs. Yeah, no. there's some people talking crap on TikTok, but it wasn't enough to, to draw out a full segment. So uh, I'm just learning to deal with that. It's just that people are just going to troll. That's what it is. Um, but Gengar's Grabs, nothing special. Uh, we're saving our pennies for PSA submissions. So if you guys want, you guys need to let us know. Uh, we will be w- building our first month submission here pretty soon. So it'll be 20 cards, 10, 10 cards from Devin, 10 cards from me. Luckily we have a, a deal here. So it's 200 bucks for any of you that are trying to do it on your own. Cause you got to yeah. send 20 cards, but because 20 card me and, minimum, yeah. Yeah. Because me and Devin work together, we can, on some months I could send 20 on some months I could send 30. And then like when I'm like shorter on money or something like that, short on funds, I can send 10. So that's the cool thing about having a partner here is that. I'm, I'll send ten this month, and I'll keep sending ten. And then when I get a, when I want to get greedy or something like that, I'm like I'm gonna send thirty this month. Um, just a little bit of flexibility there. But if you guys want to see that, let us know because we're kind of debating if we want to share that content on YouTube or whatever the case may be about our 20 cards we're sending in this month. So since we want to do that, do it for the entire year. You guys could expect a 12 video series if we were to do something like that. Where once a month we share what we're sending out. What the values are? What's our justification? And maybe take a closer look at the cards to show you what we're looking at. We could do that, but we need your feedback.
1: Definitely need the feedback. You gotta yeah. let us know. Um, I think. What I think, do you want to see? Like, dude, we we have tons of. I think it'd be funny because everyone has tons of cards. Can you show a- how
0: to do a PSA submission? And I'm like, there are a million videos on. I think YouTube. the other cool thing too here is
1: that a lot of people are gonna see the the cards that we actually pick you know to send out and mm-hmm. the ones that we are like getting graded and they're gonna see how many of the cards that we that we talk about that we actually oh, have our direction. yeah yeah you know what i mean we're not just you know blowing smoke out there so either way you gotta let us know let um, us
0: know what you guys want to do what do you want to only what you want us to do with that we can do it here on the show too if you don't want the visual let us know that's all i'm gonna say about that cool all right let's get into the questions for tonight
1: Time, guys. Uh, looks like we got a few questions coming in this week. Um, first up is a voice message. So, here we go. We're gonna play that right now for you guys. This is
0: coming from Hey Danny and Devin. and got your first voice question here. So, when you're looking at a card to pre grade to buy or send in to PSA, I'm guessing you would probably start at a 10 and then you would see maybe some whitening or some print lines so what would determine that card going from a tongue to a nine to a eight to a seven so on and so forth all right that question is from uh, i believe it's from justin style he hit us up on the anchor app which you guys can do too um we ha- that's the first voice message we got in a long time we used to get them all the time we don't get them anymore so that's cool that you sent that voice message and i believe yeah that is from justin style um that's it's a good question. So, the first thing I'm going to do to answer this is that PSA has guidelines on their website. You can literally go to Google, what is a PSA Gem Mint 10? And it'll probably it'll probably bring up PSA's website. If you click on it, or if you just go to PSA's website and look up their grading standards, it'll tell you what a PSA 10 is. It tells you... What blemishes you're allowed to have, and what would qualify it as a ten, and then if you go, it has every number ten all the way down to one. It gives you the exact breakdown of what they're going to give you if you have these issues. Now, not everyone knows what you know a scratch is, or what they consider whitening, or what they consider a nick. That's just a, a skill that you develop on your own. Uh, but for me personally, I don't ever start saying that a card is a ten and work my way down. I just look at it for what it is and then I'm like that's going to get a 9. It's not like okay, it's a 10 until I find something wrong. I don't I don't work like that. I just grab a card and I'm like all right. Centering. That's true because good. when I yeah, when I grab a card it's just like well, I mean, centering good. No nicks on the back, that's good. Centering on the back is good. I don't see any scratches. Yeah, that's like first that's glance. A, that might
1: be a ten. That's like first glance. That might stuff. be a ten. Yeah, yeah. But there, there's further, there's further like investigating and analyzing the card that go that we go into. You know, when we're looking at our own personal stuff, just because we're sitting there eyeballing it. You know, it's in front of us all the whole time. Yeah. But um, I will tell you this: if you see a sick, uh, well, I know, I, just, I know a nick though. A nick is like a big deal to PSA.
0: Yeah, they don't like nicks or creases. Um, you can usually get away. Again, you have to look at the website. Um, I know that if I see one nick, it's already a nine. I don't care about flawless centering, flawless surface. If you have a nick, you're likely going to get a nine. Surface, I've noticed, has been another big issue
1: for a lot of people who are like, I don't understand why my card got this grade. Yeah, probably, you see a print line running right through it. <laughs> probably the surface, yeah. yeah. It might not even be a print line, it might just be a bunch of scratches, mm-hmm. you know? Micro scratches. Micro scratches that mess up the hollow, especially if you have a vintage card. That's all that card, that's all that's speaking for that card
0: is that hollow. Yeah. Or you know, there's actually things, too, like if you have like, greasy little fingers mm. and you leave a fingerprint on your card, that can count as surface damage. Even though it's wipe, even though you can <laughs> clean it off, they are not going to clean it off for you, and they're not going to look past it. They're just going to see it as a blemish. So uh, one, one, uh, one tip I have,
1: too, is that if you guys are taking out your, your cards out of your, your penny sleeves, if you're keeping them in penny sleeves, and you're going to put it back in and you feel a little bit of, like, grit, you know? Now sometimes you get that little bit of like yeah, dust or something. Dust there. or something, right? Just use a different penny sleeve. Yeah, I know. I know there's some people out there that probably just put it right back in, and I know I've been guilty of it of some cards that I've done. Like when I first started collecting, it's like, yeah. oh, it's all right. Just dust put or it like in a there. Crumb but, that
0: got in there. Yeah, yeah.
1: If you're if you're looking to grade your cards, you really got to take care of them. You really got to watch out for those types of things.
0: You know. So and then another thing too that I like to do, uh, so I, I guess you know, for example, if I see, let's just break it down. So, again, if I look at centering, and I'm like, good. Look at the back. No nicks. That right there already tells me it's a strong chance at a 10. No nicks. Good centering. Now we have to look at the surface of the card, like, under you know, under some good light and make sure there's no scratches. Yeah, the card has to
1: go through, like, like uh, rounds, you know? Like, yeah. if it doesn't have good centering to start out with... Done. I forget yeah, done. It's See it. It's <laughs> already a 9. Already a 9. At
0: least. It's at least a 9. I don't care if everything else is perfect. It's at least a 9 already. It has
1: to, it has to have at least good centering in order for me to go on to, like, my next... My next standard. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let me check this. Mm-hmm. Now let me check that. If the card's is um, terribly off center, I'm like, nah.
0: If it got if it has two nicks and bad centering, eight. Most cards don't come out of the box like that though. You usually had to do something wrong. Yeah. You usually had to like jack your card up or you bought it that way. Um because out fresh pack fresh, very rarely will you run into an eight. Unless it was just a terrible unless you got a damage pack or if it was a terrible print run. But most times you're gonna end up with a mint nine. That's just that's how it's worked out for me. That's what I've seen in my experience. Um, sevens are interesting because I've never graded a seven myself. Maybe we will in this next bulk order or maybe in my Yu-Gi-Oh! order. Um, I've never graded a seven myself, but I will tell you this. If you see a card that is um, creased or has a bend that uh, kind of like flips up the edge of the card, you can automatically assume that's a six. Uh, there was a video that I watched with PokéRev he kind of broke it down pretty uh, pretty darn good, but anything with a crease, 6, already knock your card down to a 6. And if everything else is immaculate, you'll you'll squeeze a 6, but now if you got surface damage, crease, centering, you're looking in the 4 or 5 range. That quickly. And it's not just one one flaw is 1 point. That's not how that works. But if you have a crease or a bend that can be perceived as a crease, which we have a good example of, you get a 6. I was just about yeah, I was just about to talk on that. I had a, a stained glass birds that I sent in
1: um, that I saw a very small that looked like a nick, like maybe it looked like a, edge damage. It looked like a little indentation on the edge, yeah. kind of like maybe someone was trying to push it into the penny sleeve and their nail kind of like pushed in that part of the card. Yeah, pushed in that part of the card, so it kind of made like an indentation, like right
0: there. And and we perceived it as a nick. Yeah, as Like, a okay. Nick. That's minus one there. You know what I mean? And, that's a
1: nick. And everything else about the card is flawless. I mean, yep. the centering is great. Yep. There's really the the corners were great. It was that one thing? The surface was great like we were turning it and everything like mm-hmm. it looked phenomenal.
0: They counted it they counted it as a crease.
1: Yeah, and they gave counted they counted what we thought was the nick as a crease
0: and gave it a 6. Yeah. So, um I hope that's a little more. That's why that's why we don't like edge damage. Yeah. Because you None. don't know <laughs> you don't like how you you don't like. You won't know how PSA perceives it. If it's edge damage and everything else is flawless, you can take a 9. Yeah. Or you could take an 8. But edge damage can also be perceived as a crease, and it really depends how the card is bent. Because, you you know, these, these guys got magnifying glasses. They can see if the lip of the card is coming off the foil. Yeah. They can see if the cardboard is separating from the other back of the card. They see all that stuff that we're like, where we see it, you know, you look at it with your human eye, you're like, that's a, that's a nick. But when you look into it close up, no, the, the card is actually separating from itself at that part, which can count as a crease or a bend. Automatic six. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: that was the only justification we could, we could find for the, the, yeah. that coming back that as card a six. that card was a good card. I thought he was going to get at least an eight. Yeah. It was great. That's that's what my expectations were. I'm going to get like an eight. Mm-hmm. and um, At best, I'll probably get a nine. And yeah. if I get a 10, I'd be
0: really happy. I, n- I never think I'm going to get a 10. Ever. Yeah. Never. And we never go in with the assumption we're getting a 10. Um, that's why we always look up PSA nine prices. That's to make get- sure that the math works at a nine. Because I can spot a nine pretty well. Yeah. Always... Always hoping that you're going to get a 10. or wishing you are going to get a 10. That's going to break your heart. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of heartbreak. And we've pulled a lot of 10s. I mean, I've pulled a lot of 10s, but I never had that assumption. When I first... I remember when I first sent my first order to PSA, I comped everything at PSA 9 because I was so scared. I was like, if I can see this, imagine what a professional can do. And then I realized PSA has criteria. Yeah. Even if a card looks like crap, if it gets all the checks in the box, it will get a certain grade.
1: It's really important that that you familiarize yourself with the criteria that PSA has for their Mm -hmm. their standards and the grades that they give out because it makes it so much easier. Centering on the back, yeah, it makes it so much easier to when you're ripping and sipping, you know, a whole booster pack, a whole booster box of cards. So 36 packs, yeah, and you rip them all open and you get you get that card, you get that chase card. It makes it so much easier to distinguish when you look at it. You go, okay. That's I can. That, I'm allotted
0: sixty forty on the front. Yeah,
1: sixty four. That looks about sixty forty. You know, that looks about sixty forty. Okay, the sending looks good on the front. Let me check the back. Okay, the back looks pretty mint. Nice corners, mm-hmm. nicks. Let me look at this. Look at that. Like, if you are familiar, it's almost like. Um, P. C. touched on it. it you touched on it before. It's like it's like selling your bulk. It's annoying at first. Because yeah. you don't know what cards are playable. You don't know what cards but that you're trying to sell. But once you do it so many times, you just know. Yeah, and once you do it so many times, you just know. So mm-hmm. if you familiarize yourself with PSA's guidelines and their standards for their, their cards, it's a lot easier to 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 bang through these packs and rip open these packs and, or go on eBay or go on OfferUp mm-hmm. and identify a card because you've kind of
0: already made it like a muscle memory. It, it's a, it's it's a definitely a skill, and I, I, I can tell you that for sure because a lot of the guys that send me cards on Instagram, they're like, hey, bro, what do you think? And I'll zoom in on that thing and I'm like, that's an issue. That's an issue. That's the an thing. They're like, holy crap, I didn't see that. Yeah. The first- and I'm like, yeah, that, that Nick is right there. It's clear, day, clear as day. And they're like, I never saw that. And I'm like, well, now you know what to look for. You know what I mean? I didn't think it was that bad. It's like, it doesn't matter the degree of bad. It's the fact that it's there. Yeah. If I can see it on a pixelated picture, imagine what someone can see when it's right in front of their face. Um, so it's, it's a skill and you got to practice it. That's, I, you know, watch videos consume content on how to grade cards and you look
1: at look at uh already graded cards say if you have a you have a r- rainbow lugia and you're like i don't know if i'm gonna get an eight or a nine or a ten i don't know right and you want some some reassurance you want some you know uh some type of guideline to go by be like should i send this in on this this level or that level well go on ebay go look up a psa 10 rainbow lugia
0: yeah that has good pictures.
1: Yeah, that has good pictures. And zoom into all the pictures and look. Okay, so this is where their borders line up, and this is where this mm-hmm. is. And he has no nicks on his card. I can't really speak for the surface because so I can't see it, you know, yeah. in these pictures. But in terms of everything that looks like that 10 and this yeah. raw rainbow Lugia I, I have, that?
0: Yeah. I can compare. Mm-hmm. That's, That's about, about it. Yeah, yeah, It's, it's simple. It takes practice. It can get complex really fast, but it's just and It's it, it, you It's know, very I mean, simple. It just takes practice. I've been looking at cards for, for almost two years now. And when I when I first started collecting again, and I, I pulled a Luka Rookie card. I had no idea. It's a PSA 10. I got it sitting in my safe right now. I had no idea that was a PSA 10. You know what I mean? And it was sitting in a box. I didn't even sleeve it back then. Uh, but once I figured out what a PSA 10 is, I was like, I got a shot at this. You know what I mean? Once you, it's they're they're not lenient, but they make it fair. That's the best way to put it. PSA makes it fair.
1: Yeah, I agree. All right, all right. Next question here.
0: This one, uh, you want to get it? Is it? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you need to answer this one. Actually, this one's this one's yours.
1: All right, here we go. <laughs> I always always love these ones. Hey guys, absolutely love the podcast. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for some motivation to pull the trigger. Or to be told that's stupid, don't do that. All right, cool. Who's this coming from real quick? Kyle. All
0: right. This is from... All right, Kyle. Kyle, hold on. Let me get his name real quick because it's in the email. This is from Kyle Violet. Kyle Violet, thank you for sending in your question.
1: Let's see what you have to say. I was just at my local Walmart on lunch and they had eight Elite Trainer Boxes in stock. And I walked away, but now I'm regretting not grabbing one to just sit on it for a while. I'm just getting started in buying and selling and have made a few flips, but nothing crazy. I currently only have 550 to get started, and some of that budget is going towards getting a proper setup going in my home, so I'm not trying to do everything from my phone. Does it make sense to buy a Champions Path Elite Trainer Box right now with the sole purpose of holding on to it for a few months to possibly, to possibly years when that would be roughly 10% of my budget right now? With zero return for a while, for a while. Sorry, just interested in hearing your thoughts and if I should have if I should head back over, right? Yeah. Sorry, guys. It says thanks, thanks, guys, Kyle. Yeah. So sorry for the choppy. Uh, me- reading the thanks message. Thanks for sending have, the question. I have really bad eyesight. Uh, Devin but can't
0: read. I can read. That's why he's gonna get Japanese cards?
1: I can read, guys. I can read. <laughs> all right, <laughs> but I have, I just have really bad eyesight. Uh, Kyle. Thank you for the question. In terms of your elite trainer box, I don't think you should go back and buy an elite trainer box to sit on for a couple months or a year. Reason being that maybe before if you when Champions Path first came out and there was tons of hype, you could have definitely bought tons of elite trainer boxes and turned around and sold them for you know double the amount of money that you paid for it. You could have definitely done that. We don't endorse any of that behavior here on the PokeTower podcast. Um, yeah, we're not resellers. Yeah, we're not resellers, or scalpers. You definitely could have made money there. Um, but hopefully you've been listening to the podcast and consuming a lot of this content. And uh, hopefully you visited Denny gengar uh TikTok page where he has tons of advice as well in terms of making small scale-ups. But what it sounds like to me is you're roughly in the same spot I was when I first started. I started out with about five hundred and fifty bucks and i just went i just went ham on a
0: bunch of packs i mm-hmm. bought tons of packs well, and we went through my entire sealed collection yeah which was i don't even know know how much what it was
1: i i i popped tons of packs open now doing that was really fun and that's what we we always we always advise if you're getting back into the hobby rip open a bunch of packs get familiar with the the game again make sure you have a passion make sure you love it we always preach all that stuff now if you want to go about this in, in in a smart way, you say you're trying to make a, a proper setup, um, it seems like this is something you are passionate about. If you're if you're taking all the steps to do it right, it tells me that, you know, this is something that you're passionate about, something that you want to do. Well, let's 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 just think about all of our other options we have out there. We have Champions Path, right? That's what you're thinking about is Champions Path. What card in there do you want from Champions Path? I bet it's the two Charizards, right? So it's either Rainbow V Max Charizard or it's shiny V
0: Charizard okay
1: now those cards right now
0: in it If well, he you, just wants it for the sole purpose of selling it sealed that's what he wants to do
1: if you're gonna if you're gonna sell it sealed I would definitely not I would say plain and simple don't do it yeah it's too it's too new it's uh, ex- the chase cards in there are extremely overpopulated so when someone has the demand to say hey I need a champion's path elite trainer box so I, I can have the potential of pulling me a, a rainbow v max charizard or a shiny V Charizard,
2: mm-hmm. that
1: probably won't come for a long time and the reason i think maybe i'm wrong and correct me if i'm wrong then but well, i, I mean i think the reason why these outrageous prices of these sealed products is one it's out of print and you'll never have it again and maybe somebody just likes to have every single um booster box or etb that's ever came out sealed uh-huh. maybe that's their type of collection maybe that's what they want but most of the time a lot of these prices are kind of based after whatever chase card was in there and yeah. and what it's selling for yeah now, if you, if you ask me, the biggest chase card in there is the shiny, like I said, the two Charizards. Well, they're extremely overpopulated right now. A nine gets you like three, four hundred bucks. Yeah. And a ten will get you like... Maybe eight hundred right Maybe now. Maybe eight hundred. Yep. And they're everywhere. Yep. Everywhere. Ex- extremely overpopulated Charizard. Right. It, and it, and it, it's unfortunate because it's a, it's a rare Charizard. You know what I mean? It, it is. Yeah. It's a hard Charizard to pull. Even though it doesn't seem like it, and it's from a, a holiday set,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's rainbow rarity, and then it's also uh, shiny. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm saying here is that because of the overpopulation, because it's so modern, I just don't think that even in two to three years that you will that you will get the return back that you possibly want on this champion's yeah. path. There's a whole lot more avenues, options, and routes to
0: go than buying uh, eight Elite Trainer Boxes. Take this as a sign. You saw eight Elite Trainer Boxes at your Walmart. If those things were really hot, they wouldn't be there. (laughs) I was just about to hit on that, but yeah, 100%. If the demand was still there, they wouldn't be there.
1: Absolutely. Um, Look at when when, uh, Evolutions popped. Yeah. When Evolutions popped and everyone jumped on that hype train, You didn't see any, right. none, yeah. no evolutions packs yep. anywhere. It didn't matter if it came in the worst collection in box those, ever. Those little tins, yeah. little mini tins, or what? They were just buying whatever had evolutions. Buy whatever
0: in it. has whatever has evolutions. Buy it. Yep. Um, I think Devin hit it hit it pretty good. The only thing I'm going to say is hopefully you listened to our top five, and you saw that you can buy a vintage booster pack for 180 bucks. With 500, you could get close to three. And you could sell those in six months and probably make way more money than you ever would on a uh, Champion's Path Elite Trainer Box. Yeah, you know? in
1: terms of... in terms of, of uh,
0: You want to keep something sealed? Something more... That's still even
1: better. Yeah, something that's more secure. Yeah. Like, you know for what someone mean?
0: who's just starting out, buying a vintage booster pack for 190 bucks beneficial. right now is way safer. Way safer and will guarantee gains in uh three six nine months whereas a champion's path box you may have to wait uh upwards of a year or more before they ever start gaining traction and value again
1: yeah and i and we don't really know your interest um maybe you don't like vintage cards maybe you didn't grow up with the uh the team rocket era maybe you didn't grow up with the foster era maybe you like the modern cards maybe like the new stuff maybe you like you know maybe you're just a charizard chase guy who knows but either way
0: and it's undeniable that the Japanese booster packs, it, there's tons of opportunity another one. there. The Mega Charizard from Flashfire. Oh, yeah. I bought mine for 50 bucks in March. So, what's that? From March to, let's say, January. So, that was uh, nine months. Yeah. Nine months, I gained two hundred, almost well, no, $300 plus dollars in value because it's an 8.5. So, right now, my $50 card went anywhere from $300 to $550 right now you talk about gaining value you know what i mean that's we just literally gave you the answer earlier today and i think those are safer buys um than just buying a sealed product that's still in print yeah that's that it's that simple i I wish there was like a more in-depth way of going about it but it's that simple
1: there's there's tons of things champion's path was
0: going out of print maybe a different story yeah
1: maybe a different story i would say yeah go back and don't buy eight go buy go buy two yeah Go buy two, you know what I mean? Keep one for yourself. If that's what you want to do, you want to keep one for yourself because you like it, wants to be a part of your collection. Or maybe you want to keep one even longer than five years when they go out of print, you know? Right. Say they go out of print in five years, you're like, okay, I'll sell one right now to recuperate a little bit of money, Mm -hmm. but I'm also going to keep this other
0: one because I want to make some Buku bucks in 10 years. Yeah. We don't don't know what the plan is with Pokemon, what they're doing with these sets. No idea. I just know that they're going to continue to print to satisfy their audience and they don't care... If you lose value in the sealed product that you bought, they want you to open it. That's Pokemon wants us to open all this stuff. They don't want it being sold on the secondary market. Yeah. They want their customers opening packs so they will keep printing to make sure that every customer is satisfied. And if that means that investors lose money, then that's, so be it. They don't care. They're not invested in that. They're more about making kids happy and enjoying the hobby and making a place where everyone can have some packs. That's yep. why we see hidden fates getting printed so much. It's just way I love it hidden
1: fates. Keep keep printing it.
0: Oh yeah, it's <laughs> yeah sick. keep, oh, yeah. keep printing it. <laughs> no, it's still awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, I love it's, it. it. The difference between hidden fates though is that it was such a big set. Yeah. So you kind of need to print it a lot to collect it all. Yeah. Whereas champions that's Path... A great, people, that's a good point. Yeah. People were master setting champions path in a week. Yeah. that's was like, true. Oh my gosh. Yeah, when you're getting when you're getting the only
1: gold card in the whole set yeah more than you're getting any other you know
0: card mm-hmm. people were <laughs> like I master set it I must like it's a 70 card set what would you expect yeah or 80 something when you count everything but hopefully that answers the question it's a good yeah, question yeah the question and i hope i hope we made some sense to everyone like hey guys you can go sealed and modern but why wouldn't you do the stuff we put in the top 5 when you're talking 550 you know
1: if you if you're just starting out and and you're you're you want to do sealed the only way that it could somewhat make like sense or be an opportunity is if you find a an older set of pokemon cards
0: like cosmic eclipse if you could find a even
1: even older than that say you say you have a buddy who has you know who just didn't know and he has you know a booster box of of diamond or a diamond and pearl in his in his garage Mm -hmm. and you go buy from him for 300 dollars, and you keep it sealed yeah yeah you came up right but but there's or you find out an offer up, or maybe you go find a private seller on Craigslist or whatever it is. You find some opportunity out there where you find some yeah. vintage box out
0: there that's sealed. Yeah. Then keep that sealed and sell it. Sure, yeah. but it's that. That's the thing is it's it's out of print. It has a capped amount. It's a finite yeah. amount remaining, and that is. But most modern
1: stuff, you're just not going to be able to do that with. Yeah, you're going to have to wait a very long time. And are you really? You know what I mean? Are you really right. going to wait five with, years with to such, make
0: with such small capital? There are so many other moves. You're going to wait five years make. to
1: make two hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, you could make. You can make way more way more money than that if you just did a PSA submission for a couple hundred bucks. Yep. I mean, I my last bulk submission cost me two hundred and thirty dollars. I've already turned that over two thousand dollars. And I know it sounds like the, that's a and that took what six months, seven months. Mm-hmm. That's that's fast in the investing world, in real investing world of stocks. That's short term.
1: Oh, I'm stoked. I mean, I have we have that massive bulk order coming back here. You know, within this year <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. That to me is exciting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I—that's that, a big bulk order. Yeah, but seriously, I—I'm going to be paying what five some hundred someone bucks for that mm-hmm. just just because of the grading fees.
0: Mm-hmm. It's and like you'll, you'll turn five hundred into a couple thousand, if exactly, not more, if not more. Yeah,
1: and it's like to me that's a whole lot more uh, secure and lucrative when something's in a slab yeah. and it's and it's
0: come back and it's this been method, told this like, hey. method requires more work though, which is why people don't do it. They just want to. Not saying Kyle wants to do this. But most people that don't know crap about Pokemon and only care about money, it's so much easier to just buy something sealed and say, this is going to gain value in three months, right? Yeah. It's lazy work. You just let it sit on your shelf. That's all you're doing. Whereas a PSA submission requires work, research, patience, but the returns are just proven to be way beyond anything that a modern box could do for you. Yeah. All right. I think we nailed that one. Yeah, I hope so. That one just got destroyed. Uh, if not come to our uh, live QA yeah every Thursday every Thursday Thursday. YouTube live we'll chat with you guys come through say hey hey Devin you didn't answer my
1: question and we're not mad either (laughs) hey Devin you didn't answer my question and I'll say okay I'm sorry
0: uh oh alright I think it's the last question of the night yeah last question
1: that's unfortunate um here I'm gonna get close to the computer so that way I'm not sounding like a ding dong alright happy new year's guys it is regular Chris Rosetti here tuning in. I cannot go by the MVP anymore out of respect for regular. the latest winners. Congrats to the latest winners and the live YouTube was very cool. I am a fan
0: of it and it is very informative and helps out with a lot of the questions. That's the feedback we're looking for. Yes, we need. I, I don't know if we were just sitting here yapping the other day. I'm glad that it's actually useful. Yeah, because I won't do it if I'm just here for myself talking about cards. We could do that with Devin. You know what I mean? I don't. But if you guys are literally if you guys are literally bened- benefiting,
1: benefiting from
0: it. I'm actually really pumped on that. Yeah. We wanna we wanna create a community where we can bounce ideas off each other and the guys that are, you know, in our group we we do well.
1: Yeah, and I mean the more feedback we get, the better that we can do. We could we could do things. We can make Discords for you guys to post your cards, you guys can talk to each other, you guys can have you know hopefully we we build a community that's strong enough, that's that's you know has enough you know, morals and ethics that you guys can be able to trade cards freely.
0: Yeah, and can, you guys will be place, comfor-
1: you know comfortable, and you guys can you know uh, have this open place just to have you know Pokemon yep. fans and and community people that just enjoy it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That aren't trying to flip, that aren't trying to get over on somebody or whatever. Right, you know, right, just right. just a big community. That's what we kind of want to strive for. But we need that feedback, guys. We Huge need
0: sidebar, but we actually appreciate that comment a lot. Yeah, hundred percent.
1: All right. So we got Kratz. I'm a fan I'm a fan of it. And it's very informative. It helps out with a lot of questions. I hope you guys continue to do it. And I enjoyed how it got into Yu-Gi-Oh! And how you guys don't solely touch bases on just Pokemon. I will save the majority of my questions for the next live. You guys have. had also touched bases on Digimon. And my memory on it was pretty vague. But after seeing a few cards, I'm starting to remember the show and how cool it mm-hmm. how cool it was. Yeah. So there's all kinds of... Uh, Trading card games out there, collectible stuff. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. All the uh, '90s kids. You guys oh, know yeah, we you, had a good man. You guys know it was banging. So uh,
0: we had a good.
1: Get out there, get out there, and get in front of it. You know,
0: the new kids. Not now. gonna put
1: too much context on it, but get out there yeah. and get in front of it before uh, it gets out of hand. Yeah, I did notice a Max Blastoise and Venusaur coming out this March, I believe. Any thoughts on this? As I believe you guys foresaw it coming in the earlier episodes. We, we did. Actually did, yeah, yeah. There are also some videos I have seen on TikTok regarding a misprint Cinderace card from a deck. And it seems to be getting hyped up a bit. Any thoughts? My thoughts mm. on that immediately are if it's getting hype, I don't want it.
0: Be, gr- be fearful when others are greedy. Be greedy when others are fearful.
1: Misprints are, misprints are always good, but they're only good when the card goes out. Because what happens is is like everyone will have the misprint. You know, everyone will have the misprint. And be like, "Yeah, I got the misprint." we got the misprint. We got the misprint. We got, the misprint. We got the misprint. And then the price is going to go up. But then the dude who held out for a long time, you know, three years from now, goes, "Yeah, hey, I still have a misprint when everybody else sold so theirs for this
0: misprint." You know, this what, much what's money. The misprint? It's a non-holo. Is that what it is?
1: I don't know. I just think
0: I'm, I'm trying to look it up. I don't, I don't, I don't really like to see... buy in the hype.
1: Um, but misprints are cool, I, I guess. My initial thoughts are misprints are cool. I'm interested in to see what kind of misprint it is, but uh, when something Non-hollow gets hyped up misprint. and gets a lot of attention, it usually it usually draws me away from it. I don't uh, I don't I don't buy in too much.
0: Yeah, I don't. How do I say this? There's not a lot of.
1: But don't 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 like don't go off of our our uh, what's it called? Like our judgment, you know? Yeah. If you respect it, that's good. You know, take it in.
0: It it depends on the credibility of the accounts that put it out. That's how it is True. for me. Yeah. If I'm on yeah. TikTok yeah. and I see some dude who magically got a million views on his video, but really has no place in Pokemon and doesn't hold any ground, he just had a viral video, and he's like, "This is a great investment." Blah blah blah. It's like, dude, this is your only video you've ever done on Pokemon. You're just taking a shot in the dark at that point. Like now, when I see the card economists and I see people like Not Shiva and I see people like Pokirev, people like myself researching this stuff. That's when I take it with a little more weight, and I'm like, this might not be a bad idea. But um, hype on TikTok, stay away. Be fearful when others are greedy. A lot of these newbie collectors, which I'm not trying to discriminate, but a lot of the newbie collectors who are strictly in it for the money, masking themselves in disguise as collectors, you can hear it in the way they speak. Because all they do is talk about money and how they're hyping something up.
1: Yeah, I mean, the crazy thing about it's it... clear as day. The crazy thing about it is that low knowledge, most hyped, but know everything. Most hyped cards, I just don't even like in the first place. Right, like I just don't yeah. like the card. So I'm like, okay, 100% cool. I'm glad everybody else likes that, but I don't. I'm a collector, and I collect what I like. So even if this card is worth five thousand dollars in ten years, that's great.
0: But, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to miss out on it.
1: Yeah, I'm willing to miss out on it because I don't. I don't care for it to sit on my understand. shelf along with my, all my Lugias and my rate Causes and stuff.
0: Misprint error card with incorrect retreat cost. I hope that doesn't offend That's in- the retreat cost. I hope oh. that doesn't offend anybody.
1: Um, but here we go. Going on, he says, any thoughts? I'm not buying into the hype, and I won't go crazy over it, so I will pass on it.
0: That was our thoughts, I really hope right there. <laughs> yeah.
1: Also, I'm very late to this, as I just noticed it, but the Blastoise GX Rainbow from Unbroken Bonds is the same as the Blastoise mm-hmm. Promo SM189, just not Rainbow. That's absolutely correct. Um, the price that the promo card sells out. Wait, what? The price that the promo card sells out tells me it's not very popular but i don't know why i'm trying to compare it to charizard hyper hyper v max and regular v max but maybe it wouldn't be the best comparison since those are v max i don't know anything about the playability since i'm not familiar with play and Mm. i only from a collection standpoint any thoughts Mm. hold on i'm still trying the price that the promo cards sell at tells me it's not very popular Mm. Well, is he saying is he saying that the blastoise the blastoise promo that GX blastoise promo is not selling for?
0: Right, I don't what, compared I'm, to what the rainbow's doing. I mean, the rainbow's saw, a harder pull. Yeah, uh, I'm not really sure. I Understand the question, but I can tell you this. Hey, can Chris, tell you this. Chris,
1: can you tune in on Thursday and, and re ask that question because yeah. I'm I need a little more context. Charizards,
0: Char- all Charizards right now are hyperinflated, Yes, which is. That's It would be a hard one to comp with, and but I understand because we comped Pikachu VMAX to Charizard VMAX. I, I
1: also have another little answer for your question, too. Um,
0: um, let me see here. SM-189. Let's just check this thing out. Hold I believe
1: SM-189 is is the one that you have. It's the GX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Anyways, I think when we comped it, it was like 140 and a 10, right? Let me see. I'm not sure. I'm not I think sure. it was like 140 and a 10. Either way, I... Even though it doesn't seem like it's popular now, Blastoise is an OG Pokemon. He is the last evolution, and just because he's a yeah, full PSA art,
0: tens are still one forty.
1: Just because he's a full art, you know what I mean? Doesn't mean that he's not. Just because he's a full art and not a rainbow doesn't make him less desirable. That was there th- is full art Lugia cards.
0: There's full art Ray. This is full Rayquaza cards. I remember now. I remember now. This is mm-hmm. what this is why we made a big deal about that Blastoise though, because you could buy it from a nineteen dollar GX box. Yeah. Yeah. That was the deal. Is it And we were like, yeah, you could literally peek through the You could literally front. look at the promo inside to see the damage. Mm-hmm. For the most part. Mm-hmm. You couldn't see the back, but Yeah, I remember this. Um you could really give your shot give yourself a shot at getting a PSA ten without even buying the box because you could just kinda look real quick and pick pick and choose your battles. And then the packs are kinda extra. Now those boxes I haven't seen around in a while. Yeah. Um but that's why we yeah, that's why we did it. And then let me see the other one, the rainbow rare from Unbroken Bonds. Let me see here. Uh, go ahead, keep going.
1: Yeah, but anyways, to, to come back to my point, there is full art Lugias, Ray causes, full art, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of some more full arts that are like, that I've looked up and I'm like, wow, that's kind of crazy for something that's just a full art and not like a rainbow rare or like a gold card or a shiny card or whatever. It's just a regular full art. Um, but those are the only two that I can think of off the top of my head is the Lugia and Raycazes. And I know those have big cult followings and they're, and they're, they're fan favorite cards. Mm-hmm. But at the same time Last Toys
0: gang is there too though. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it is. That's what I'm saying. He's yeah. an OG Pokemon. So just because it doesn't seem like it's a very big scale up right now, or maybe there's not much um not much traction with the card, he's a sleeper. It's a serious sleeper. It's well, an OG the, Pokemon with and it's one of the best full arts. Because I think they make a Charizard with the same type of full art, and that Charizard's worth some money. Yeah. And well that's the one that, that's the one that uh, Blake messed up and bought. He just has yeah, the red yeah, background. Yeah, yeah. He has a red background, and Charizard's right there. And then Blastoise is the same thing. It's just Blastoise, and then
0: he has a blue background. Right.
1: Like, those are pretty iconic I think, cards. I think
0: this is just a classic case of Blastoise being underrated, undervalued. Yeah. That's what this is. And Charizard being overinflated. So that's why, Chris, that's why you're seeing this big disconnect. You're like, wait, how can this Charizard be like this, but Blastoise is like this? How? Um, a lot of it has to do with hype. And believe it or not, you know, Pokemon, these, n- these new... A lot of Pokemon collectors are from 2020. They just got into it last year. They aren't, some people aren't even aware that Unbroken Bonds even exist. All they know is Sword and Shield Basin up. Yeah. They don't know that Unbroken Bonds is out there. They don't know about Cosmic Eclipse. And if they do, they don't know that there are secret rares in Team these up. sets. You're right. They don't know about that stuff. So they, that's why I figured when I share these um, videos... About rare cards in certain sets. People are like, wait a minute, where's that from? I'm like, how do you not know this? You know what I mean? How, what do you mean, you, where's that from? It's from it's from this set. It just came out a year and a half ago. Yeah, you got
1: you got a year and a half of pack openings on your TikTok, yeah. but you don't know about this.
0: Right, 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 right. This full art Blastoise. So it's, it's, low, it's, it's a little bit of everything. It's low education. Um, I'm sure we are one TikTok video away from Blastoise being very popular. Seriously.
1: Definitely, and... I- like, like one I was YouTube saying, video
0: away. Like I was saying that...
1: And he's already popular. It's just... I think I think it's an iconic card. If you look at the Full Art itself, it's a Blastoise in a in a decent pose. You know what I mean? They don't yeah. have him looking funky. They, they just definitely looks like need to do a better job, though. They could have done a better job. Yeah. But he just has a simple blue background. Yeah. They have a Raichu card that's like that, too. And I think these, these Full Art cards that are like that, that just have the plain colored background, mm-hmm. are highly slept on. Yep. Because I think Lugia, his full art, he just has a silver background. Yeah. And it's him. And it, and what what I've seen recently is that the ones that have just the plain
0: background, yeah. just a
1: plain color, tend to
0: go for a little bit de- more. They're actually harder to grade. That's why. Yeah. Um. It's just like the all gold cards. They're really mm-hmm. hard to grade. Uh. The other question about the VMAX Blastoise and VMAX Venusaur. We did talk about it a while back. And uh, in terms of like... Value. I think we've talked about lumping it in with our Charizard V Maxes. So I would love to get an American Blastoise V Max and an American Venusaur V Max in a PSA ten and create a new trio in PSA ten of, of each card to sell it like that. Because a lot of people are like, "Hey, I bought the V Maxes, the Charizard V Max a long time ago, and he's lost value since then." And it's like, well, there's still another play on that, which is. Volume, right? So th- don't just sell your Charizard VMAX. Sell the trio of starters in a VMAX in a PSA 10. And you could, that's like big bucks. Someone will pay big bucks for that. But there's also the Japanese um, VMAX Blastoise starter boxes and Venusaur boxes VMAX. I've seen those. They look super tight. It's mm-hmm. actually... That would be something that would be... If I had a sealed collection, that would be on my shelf just for looks. I think it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, they're really nice. And I believe Charizard had one as well a while back, but... Didn't I didn't hop on that, but I've seen I've been seeing a lot of marketing on the Blastoise and the Venusaur, and I just love the way they look. I probably wouldn't even open it. Yeah, it would just sit there because it looks great, looks really cool. I think that was it though. But um.
1: all right, so Chris goes on to say, here are my last pickups and share some prices with you guys. Here are my here are my latest pickups and to share some prices with you guys. All right, stained glass birds promo for thirty bucks. Good, sweet, good price. Fossil Zapdos, non-holo for eleven sixty-three. Card is mint. I didn't read the description. I was thinking it was a hollow when purchased, but it wasn't, and I'll have to live with it. Still gradable? Still a fifty dollar bill, I bet, after you grade it. Yeah, I, I would still say you win. It's it's vintage. It's good. Mm-hmm. Base set, uh, Raichu, hollow. Just because at this point, the reason why I'm saying almost everything that's vintage is good, because at this point what's out there is out there. Yeah. That's it's, it. It's capped. You know what I mean? So if you can get your hands on it and hold it in your collection. You're winning, no no mm-hmm. matter what. Alright, base set right you hollow, nineteen forty nine. I'm okay with the price since it's super minty. I also bought a PSA graded, but I will send this in with my next bulk order and live with what c- it comes back.
0: That's awesome. I got yeah. a I I sent a base set right in our last um submission, our bulk submission, but I got it for fifteen dollars and he was kind of scratched up, so I'm assuming I'm gonna get a six or seven. Nice. Goodbye. Under twenty bucks. That's
1: good. A Raichu card I was looking at. I can't remember what set it was in though. Um, base set Alakazam Hollow, thirty-one twenty-six. I'm okay with the price since it was super minty. I also bought a PSA graded, but we'll send it in bulk. All right.
0: This is great. Yeah, great pick. You didn't pay <laughs> yeah. more than you didn't pay more than. So like it looks like you had a vintage a week. Yeah, and it's interesting because we brought a lot of vintage back into the top five. So Chris is Chris Rossetti is almost in this natural flow. Of Pokemon, and you can kind of see because he's he's hit us up every week, guys. Every week he's hit us up, and you can kind of see he's consuming. Maybe, maybe you're recognizing he's consuming. Maybe you're recognizing things that we we see. Maybe uh, you're doing your own research, and you're just seeing value. You're you've been in it long enough now that you're starting to see why is this stuff so cheap, and it shouldn't be cheap. So I'm the gonna light buy ball. it.
1: The light yeah. bulb is clicked. It's on. And everyone asks, Chris Rosetti you... is paying his electric
0: his electric bill. Yeah, <laughs> well, people. <laughs> people are asking like how do you know this is good or bad how do you know it's like dude time in the game yeah Chris Rossetti has been with us for at least five months now five months and this guy's making buys that I would buy yeah great stuff
1: I mean Chris I've always wondered this I really hope these cards are just are our mint they are <laughs> in really good condition I hope there's not like B and we're like what 20 bucks for a base set right you that's yeah. crazy and it's just beat creased but you're happy with it either way if it's in your collection it's in your collection but yeah. i'd be curious to see what what quality of these cards you get because you impress me amazing I'm impressed. yeah these are yeah. great
0: prices insane prices
1: finish this off to say overall it was a pretty chill and quiet week as i sent in my first bulk order and an express order to psa Let's Let's see how this goes. Enjoy the week, fellas. Take care. Chris was in. I'm excited
0: for that express order.
1: Hey, I'm excited for your express order as well. It should come back in almost exactly 15 business days. PSA is actually really, really good with their express stuff. And uh, your first bulk. From when it's scanned in. Yeah, from when it's scanned in. Yeah. Um, Your first bulk. That's exciting. You're going to keep refreshing your PSA
0: progress page now on your browser. Yeah. Oh, and I think last, last episode he was talking about, he got his membership. Yeah. That's how fast it went. Yeah. So, hey, you're
1: puckling down. That's exciting. I like that. Cool. Heck yeah. Do we
0: have any more questions for this week? We got one more. One more. I forgot to add it in. Uh, So this was from Instagram. This is from, uh, hold on one second, from Pokey J, I believe. I actually have a question too that's from. um, Then I don't believe we answered on Thursday. This is from Jay Torres. Okay. Here we go. He wanted to share some grabs and he also wanted to start a new hashtag, guys. He's starting a new hashtag called Greasied, like like an action or a verb. You got Greasied. So, what that means is you got the Gengar Greasy discount on some items. So, he said he, uh, he hashtagged Greasy a majority of these <laughs> sellers as well. He actually tagged me in a video on TikTok. It's kind of funny. <laughs> PSA 8 Japanese Plasma Storm Blastoise, 115, originally posted for 200. That's what I'm talking about, 90 bucks off. That's good. And look what he said. Raw cards were going for 100 to 120 ish. That's what I'm talking about. You got a card that's already graded. An 8 is a great grade for a vintage card or going to be vintage card. The work's already done. Why pay 100 bucks and and try to eyeball it when you can just get the work done? And you got a $90 discount. Awesome. Shining HoHo from Shining Legends, 20 bucks. That's good. That's good. That's really good. That's really those, good. Were, those were up in the 30s and 40s last time I checked. So hopefully it's minty uh blaze again blaze again blaze again fb uh two out of 147 supreme victors 11 dollars talking down wait what 11 dollars talked down from 14 maybe 15 okay hey you're saving money you're already saved like 93 94 bucks right now japanese hollow Umbrion i saw this you sent me a picture to it of it the one where he looks like a devil dog Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh twenty bucks, probably PSA six on a pessimistic level, but I love this card. That's all that matters. Togepi, Cleffa, and iggly Buff Promo. Mighty but strong. Dude, so many people are buying these things. That's awesome. I still have mine. I can't wait to grade it. Got two for twenty five. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Great. Blastoise XY promo. One twenty two. Twenty bucks talking down from twenty five. Good, good, good. Hey, as long as you're as long as you're it don't matter if you thought you overpaid or not. The fact that you got it down is good. Uh, PSA 8. Gotta shoot your shot. PSA Always. 8 Mewtwo. Oh, the test tube Mewtwo. 100 bucks. Screwed up and kept asking for 75 and the seller stopped talking to me. That's funny. There were seven watchers, so I didn't want to lose it since we're all... I've done the same. No, I've done the same. I've sent people offers and they like turn it down. I'm like, fine, I'll just buy it. And I just buy it from... <laughs> like... It'll be like a Mewtwo hey, for a no, while. Hey,
1: you had a test tube that you did that with. Yeah. Remember? You had a test tube that you uh were trying I, to get a
0: you're trying to get a, I know. a Gengar greasy discount on. Uh they wanted like ninety something, I sent an offer for sixty. Yeah. And they said no, and I was like, fine, I'll just buy it.
1: No, remember, and then someone bought it. You sent a message, oh. they said no, and then someone bought it right there. That one, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, that
0: one, yeah. No, but I've done both. I'll yeah. send an offer and like I can tell it's a hard no. And I'm like, fine, I'll just take it from you anyways. Yeah. Just buy it. I don't care. I was just trying to get a discount. <laughs> but the other guy I remember yeah I tried to I tried to lowball him like 90 and I was like I'm gonna go 60 on this guy yeah and then it sold and I was like oh man I should have just paid his price it was a good looking one too it was totally gets you every time and I think that'll be it for this week's um, unless you had something you got anything
1: oh yeah I do Alpha Child Alpha Child um, he sent a question on TikTok to my DMs slid in the DMs he said "Uh, what kinds of Yu-Gi-Oh cards are you looking to pick up so I don't know. I don't look up to I don't look uh, to pick up any Yu-Gi-Oh cards in particular. Um, I've been taking it He's just, been buying
0: he's just been buying modern and then like just taking it set by set, really. Yeah.
1: Like I just been buying modern stuff and I take it set by set. He's,
0: he's doing it simply for the thrill. I don't know if you guys caught that on the live stream the other day. Just doing it just because it's fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he actually doesn't know if he's going to get enough value back or not. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, but he has been I'll say this to the very least. He has been recuperating as much money as he can by parting out the bulk will he make 80 dollars a box back on his bulk most likely not yeah, but he's recuperating I, enough to just keep the hobby definitely flowing. that's what definitely. he's doing
1: you know i'm not i'm not willing to uh spend like 85 bucks on a on a box definitely not i
0: don't know if it's being economically like efficient right now at this time but he's doing it for fun yeah i'm doing it for fun i like it a lot um, and you pulled two starlights so i think that's the difference maker yeah had he not pulled those starlights he might be feeling different I feel like I'd still be doing it. I mean, okay, 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 okay. No, he pulled two starlights. He's I got pulled, he's got pulled, a couple grand in value. I pulled I pulled two
1: starlights, which was really fun. And the fun thing, the most fun thing about it was I had no idea what they were, no clue. I had no clue what a starlight even looked like. They're awesome. They're superior cards. I had no idea. So here I am, just opening up this box, and then I'm like, oh, this card looks. A I just see the edge of it, and I'm like, this card looks a whole lot different than all the other ones I saw. <laughs> that must be special. I put it off to the side. I sleeved it up. I put it off to the side. Like yeah. four hours. Four hours later, after I eat dinner and I and I get on eBay and I'm like, let me see what this card comps out to. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> this is called a yeah. Starlight and it's uh, this much raw. That's
0: crazy. And that's kind of my take on Yu-Gi-Oh. I just uh, do it for fun. I do it for the thrill. I that's how I started Pokemon though. It was just yeah. buying crap. Even if it wasn't cost efficient or like economically efficient, I was like, I don't care. I have extra money. I'm gonna buy some stuff um and if i pull great stuff great if i don't i don't but uh
1: just to kind of top that off like if i hadn't pulled the starlights i pulled from the set that i pulled it from i would still be buying that set right now so kind of my thing with Oh, i guess is just i'm just buying the same exact set over and over and over and over until i get a cool card and i'm like hey i got a cool card yeah and then i go like okay i wonder what's in the next well, set and
0: at 80 at like 70 to 80 bucks a box is just cool yeah, and I'm like, I wonder what's in the next set. For a Pokemon, you can't touch for like hundred bucks right now. Yeah, so I go to the next set, and then
1: I get a cool card from there. I'm like, oh, this one comps out to be a hundred dollar card. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then,
0: then I go on to the next set. Yeah. And this is basically just fun. I like it a lot. I remember, I shared I shared with you guys on my Instagram story the other day. I spent two hundred fifty bucks on three booster boxes and some like uh, Funko Pop. Had I not pulled that Starlight rare, because I pulled the Starlight rare that sells for two twenty plus raw. Two hundred twenty dollars raw. There was one listed for two thousand dollars right now in a PSA ten. Am I going to get a ten? I don't know. I'm not really concerned with that. But my point is, had I not pulled that Starlight rare that's worth two twenty, I would have not have recuperated all my money on those boxes. Even selling bulk and being smart, you know, yeah. selling the hollows, things like that, I may recuperate. You 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 may recuperate. You know, thirty to forty percent of what you spent. Um. So I got lucky because I pulled the Starlight rare, which was like I'm definitely getting that graded. I don't know how I did it. And the one that I pulled is the number two chase card in the set. Yeah. So I pulled the number two chase card in the set, and the last time we did Yu-Gi-Oh!, I pulled the number one chase card in the set, which was the Black Luster Soldier. Collector's Rare. Yeah. I've been extremely fortunate with Yu-Gi-Oh!, and I can tell you that it's actually very rewarding. Very rewarding when you go for a whole box. Yeah. It's also very discouraging,
1: too, because at times you feel like... They make it hard. You feel like, yeah, they make it very hard, but at times you feel like Yu-Gi-Oh! is... It's very consistent. You're like, okay, I'm getting four ultra rares yeah, per box. Yeah, you can see how they map out the this. boxes for but sure. But then there's some, you get a box and you're like, wait, what? I got two ultra rares and I got tw- uh, 24 yeah. super rares. And it's, it's just because like when Yu-Gi-Oh! messes up in the factory, yeah. that's how they mess up. Well, and you it's really like get, in, a, in a case, you really get screwed. if
0: there's a case of six, let's just say in a case, there comes six boxes. It's like almost one's like a dud. And then like four are the average mapped out right. rares that you get. Right. And then two have the bangers right that's pretty much like that's that's, that's, that's what we've seen every time yeah. almost
1: but um i know you probably weren't looking for that answer alpha child so i'll give you something a little more uh, black and white if you want to open up some Yu-Gi-Oh cards go buy uh go buy some maximum gold you'll have they'll have a lot of fun you will oh yeah like if you've been out of Yu-Gi-Oh for a long time you want to get back into it you think it's cool you know what i mean you just want to thrill you're tired of pokemon whatever it is i would i suggest just go buy some maximum gold open up those packs the box makes you feel rewarded. The way the box looks, it makes you feel, you know, yeah. like... I don't know. It's just, like, it's a lot of fun. I think anyone who is getting tired of Pokemon or anyone who... I'm not saying that I'm getting tired of Pokemon. I love Pokemon. You,
0: well, the only reason you I'm guys saying have is seen it... look for something different. You guys want
1: Yu-Gi-Oh! You want to get back into Yu-Gi-Oh! You want this blah, 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 What? It,
0: whatever, um, the,
1: whatever it is, Maximum is it? Gold's a
0: great, great it's like It's like the holiday edition episodes that we do. Like, we go, like, eight weeks hard of, like, real Pokemon stuff. When we do a holiday edition, it's like a reset and that's what I feel like Yu Gi Oh does for us is it keeps us fresh on Pokemon. Yeah. Um, so right now it
1: takes my eyes off like the, the bright right, right, shining right, right, stars right, right. and I can yeah. see like You're all able the other to see stuff. things
0: differently. Yeah. Um, but we're also huge on Yu Gi Oh. Like as a kid, I had more Yu Gi Oh cards than I had Pokemon, and it's only because I was that's older true. and I did more chores to earn money, and Yu Gi Oh was just popping. Um, the show, everything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. you know, and remember, two thousand three, two thousand four was some of Pokemon's like darkest years. Where Yu-Gi-Oh was like, like at the top, you know okay, what yeah. I mean. So uh, that's why, with my generation, you kind of see a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh fanatics that are into Pokemon only right now. But for me, um, the reason I'm so deep on Yu-Gi-Oh right now is because we're we're waiting for Shining Fates and we're waiting for Battle Styles. So it gives me some breathing room to like enjoy other TCGs. Like you may, I did this before. If you don't like Yu-Gi-Oh, that's fine. I did it before. Before Darkness of Blaze, like so, Hidden Fates was like a big deal. I went hard on Hidden Fates, mm-hmm. and then Darkness of Blaze. Before Darkness of Blaze came out, there was like Rebel Clash, which was like okay. But I went hard on sports cards, and it was just to get away because I was like, eh, I'm looking at these sets. I'm not really seeing what I want. I'm gonna go somewhere else for a little bit. That's all that really is. Um, yeah, and-,
1: and I and I feel like with a uh, Pokemon, I've been kind of kind of disappointed with the recent sets. You know, like Champions Path, Disappointing. They were they were fan service at this point. That's all it was. Yeah, But, you know, Champion's Path disappointed. Vivid Voltage. I don't really care for Pikachu. It's not that I'm disappointed in the set. I like the set because I like the amazing rares. That's the best thing about the set to me, is the amazing rares. But I'm not a Pikachu fan, so I'm not too excited about Vivid Voltage. I was really excited about the amazing rares. Still am. I love them. Yeah. Um, I like Darkness of
0: the Blaze. I liked all the cards that are in it. You know what I mean? I guess when when you follow the Poke Tower strategy though. <laughs> We bought all this stuff like opening week, or maybe just a few weeks after opening week, and we got what we wanted. We're satisfied. Yeah. yeah. So we don't need to open up because we're not, we're not like flippers. We're not anything else. It's like no, we 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 cherry picked everything we wanted. Yeah. We're we're satisfied is the word. Just yeah. satisfied. Satisfied. Yeah. That's all okay, it is. Yeah. It's like I'm satisfied. Mean? Now what's next? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just waiting. And it's it actually works better. Yeah, sometimes that Sometimes way. you have to wait. Yeah. Right. Instead of that one guy who's chasing charizard for the next six months because he's buying one or two packs a week it's like i already got it in the first week i got i got four in the first yeah now week. Now, <laughs>
1: now maybe next now tomorrow I'll go look at some fossil yeah you know
0: next month maybe yeah. i'll go
1: look at this so, or
0: whatever yeah that's all that is and uh we we said it back in december you know it's going to be a slow month or so for pokemon until shining fates and we're gonna be a hundred miles an hour here pretty soon
1: yeah but i'm, I'm definitely uh no subject matter expert on Yu-Gi-Oh. but if you're looking to get back into it and you want something that's fun to open um Maximum gold, maximum gold, maximum gold. You know what gold. we'll do?
0: If you guys are on Duel Links, we're going to have to set something up where Devin like duels <laughs> one of you guys. We'll broadcast it. Okay? Yeah, that
1: would be a lot of fun. I like maybe, that, yeah. maybe
0: I'll get motivated to play because I have a Chaos Magician deck that's just been destroyed by all the bands. And I'm like, I don't want to do this. I spent like 50, 60 bucks on that deck. And I can't even use some of those cards. And if I can, I can only use one of the three copies I bought. So I'm upset. I'm mad at Duel Links. I really see I th- I was building out a barrel sword
1: dragon. I know we're going on a tangent here, but you know, I think a lot of people don't realize that. Barrel
0: dragon, what's his name? Barrel Dragon?
1: I, I love Pokemon, but I think Denny loves Pokemon more than I love Pokemon. Actually I
0: like rare stuff.
1: We love equally we love Pokemon equally, but Denny definitely knows more about Pokemon for sure.
0: Just experience, that's all that is.
1: But I I don't know more. I'm not gonna say I know more about Yu Gi Oh than Denny does. But I like Yu Gi Oh more. He
0: knows more about like the, the playability, meta. Yeah, yeah for I, sure.
1: I like Yu Gi Oh more in that in that in that aspect.
0: You we, know, so I, we could probably pull it up. My record against Devin is not good. It's like it's like five wins to like twelve losses or something like that. But it's only his deck that I lose to because I can go into a tournament online and I'm I'll go ten and zero before I lose something. <laughs> so it's just his stupid deck that he like knows can beat a magician deck. He's like, yeah, it's you, you'll never beat that. <laughs> so that's why I was gonna get a barrel dragon deck and then it's like this costs too much money I'm done I'm not doing this anyways guys you a whole lot of fun it's a big
1: part of our <laughs> a huge tangent big, big part of our lives and uh we just like we like anything that's collectible and rare it's
0: just just our taste our style yeah um, rare stuff it could be anything yeah. you, you could show me a, a, a rare like Star Wars card and I'd be like oh I'm gonna go get that I'm sorry guys if, instead of
1: the instead of this long tangent one big PSA here if you guys didn't know also can come from PSA as well uh anyways you can grade your coins
0: yeah saw that
1: if you didn't know guys if you guys didn't know those little coins that you get sometimes inside a collection boxes and you get inside tins, you get inside um the little triple blister packs you could grade those coins on psa and i don't know if they sell i don't know if there's much of a market i don't know the prices for them i don't know the comps i just know i've seen some listings for them i don't know if they're i saw it on instagram i think they're very cool yeah. I think I think that slab they come in is cool. They give them a grade, gem in ten, mini, nine, yeah, this that. Slab. It's like a little mini coin. I don't know. It's a cool thing. Uh, so if you guys have right. those, if you guys have a nice collection of those, you think that you uh, can break through, you know, into the Pokemon.
0: Maybe you have a huge coin collection. Yeah. You've been stashing.
1: Yeah, maybe you have a huge. That's what I'm saying. You think you could break through into the cards by grading some of your coins? Mm-hmm, hey, mm-hmm. do it. It's just another means of. Uh, that's why I up. always
0: kept mine. That's why Mm -hmm. I keep all my coins because I'm like, you know what? I don't know what I'm gonna do with these, but I'm gonna keep them. Yeah. Little do we know, you can start grading those things. So, I don't know how long that's been around, but I seen it for the first time yesterday. Yeah, I saw
1: it for the first time today. So, just a little PSA for you guys. But it looks like we got Democore segment up next. Let's go. time it is. It's a Core segment uh, where we talk about sleepers, lookouts, anything that's not going to break the bank in uh, Pokemon collecting, that's where it's, you're going to find it right here in this segment. First up here, pretty exciting one, is a Jirachi EX 94 out of 100 from Crystal Guardians. It's going raw, and there's a lot of listings out there. There's a lot. It's going raw, 20 to 100 bucks. A PSA 9 is going for 450 bucks. PSA 10 is going for 899. I don't know. Those... There's some pretty big scale ups from twenty to hundred dollars raw. Of course, twenty is going to be the lower end of the card, and hundred is going to be obviously some. It's going to be you're going to hope it's a better quality, right? But for a hundred bucks, say you buy in at the hundred dollar point, hundred dollars, you grade it for seventy five because you don't want to wait, you know, six to eight months for it. You want it back. You want that. You want that scale up now. You're
0: one seventy five in.
1: You're one seventy five in. And you have tons of listings to, to pick from. There's the, When I looked, there was a bunch. I'm talking about a bunch of them. So, uh, again, oh, yeah. it's a really good-looking card, too. Oh, I, yeah. It has the hollow borders. So, again, it's going to be a little bit harder card to, to grade, to get a good grade on. So, that's probably why the 9s and 10s are such um, Jurassic scale-ups. Because it's probably a hard card to grade. But, again, Legendary Pokemon, Jirachi... Hollow, hollow. About fifty bucks. We were gonna say about fifty bucks for borderline a, vintage. Yeah, borderline vintage. It's um, not. That's that's really not. That's really not bad at all. And you could go out there and buy, say, let's go with the stimulus thing. You got six hundred bucks. You could buy six of them at a hundred dollars, and you could possibly pull a nine or a ten. Who knows?
0: It just depends on your eye and how how much uh, time and effort you put into it. But yeah, no, I would I would wager that eights probably sell for like two hundred, yeah. maybe just under two hundred. So. I would
1: say so too. I, and Drachi is one of those weird ones where it, the Pokemon just hits sometimes. Sometimes the card isn't worth anything. They come out with the card, a Drachi card, and it's just no one cares. Yeah. But this is one that there's a lot out there that you can find at a decent price that people actually like when it's graded. Right. So again, this is a no brainer, guys. Uh, the next one up, this one. I was very, very.
0: Uh, Wait um, a minute. What's the difference between the world championship one and the regular one? There's a world championship Jirachi. Same. Co- oh, it's not hollow though. Hmm. It's just silver, but it doesn't have that. Super hollow. We you got. You want the hollow one, guys? Yeah. See that the other one has world championship on the back. It's all yellow. Okay. Yeah. Two different kinds, but. That's interesting. Yeah,
1: it is interesting. I didn't see that one when I was looking through. Um, but this next card, I was very, uh, hesitant to put it on here because I didn't want all the, uh, stock to go away, but here we go, guys. This is one of my favorite sleepers. Um, this is a card that's been on my uh, list for a very, very, very long time. You guys are going to believe the one that I saw. Yeah. Here we go. It's a Alakazam EX 125 out of 124 from Fates Collide. Raw, it's going for 10 to 50 bucks. PSA 9, it's going for 56 bucks. But in a PSA 10, there's a best offer accepted at $299. So we're guessing anywhere from like $200 to $250. Somewhere in that price range. It's yeah. start with what the guy settled at. Now, you're probably thinking, that's like a whatever scale up. Because I'm don't, i not going to sit here and hope that I get a 10. And if I get a 9, and I'm only selling for 56 bucks, That's not that great. Well, let me tell you why. Alkazam doesn't have that many that many cards that are like cool i guess you know mm-hmm. like his mega evolution card sucks um a lot of the other cards that he's depicted in he kind of sucks you know what i mean like just the art the whole card in general it's kind of the best alakazam card out there right now is probably base set okay right
0: this Sky one skyridge alakazam is gnarly yeah but he's anything
1: from the e-series is just out of out of range <laughs> um but this alakazam is on a card it has the same uh, texture it's got that gold border that the uh, secret rare. It's yeah. a secret rare. It's got that gold border that the uh, the Mewtwo with the Haxorus and the Magneton and um, all those it has that same gold border on it.
0: I'm gonna smack myself over this one.
1: But it's got Lugia. Yes, it's got Lugia in the background, and it has um, Espeon. These are two of like.
0: Wait, do you guys hear my story here in a second?
1: Fan favorite Pokemon. You hear everyone saying, "Hey, what's your favorite Pokemon?" It's shiny Espeon. Of course, it is. Okay? What's your favorite Pokemon? It's Lugia. Okay, cool. Of course it is. You probably grew up with silver yeah. Silver and gold. That's why you like Lugia so much, right? It's just... It's kind of a given. And when people realize that, oh, that's Lugia and Espeon in the background... Umbreon. You know Umbreon, sorry. Umbreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Umbreon. Umbreon. It's Umbreon. Uh, when they see that that's in the background and they realize that this card is out there, the price is going to go up. There's not many... Cards out there that have Lugia on it that aren't worth anything except for Lugia's, you know, non rares and reverse hollows and stuff like that. Those ones obviously aren't worth that much, but I'm talking about the cards that he's on there are actually worth something like full arts, hollows, break cards. He even has like a legend break card too. Those are all worth something. So even though the nine doesn't seem promising, I'm telling you it's because it doesn't have any. Attention yet, but once it gets the attention.
0: Yeah, you still find fates Collide in stores over here and there too. Yeah. Once it
1: gets some attention and people are like, oh wait, this secret rare was in that set the whole time. Yeah.
0: It's gonna blow up. Yep. Happens all the time. It's gonna blow up. Here's a story. Um I was deep on this card a few weeks ago. Um and I had a lot of I think it was a lot of twelve or a lot of nine. Secret rare Alkazams. Nine of them. Nine nine of them the guy wanted 80 he sent me an offer for 50 i did not buy it they were all psa 9 or better this was just like 10 days ago this was just like 10 days ago (laughs) yeah i don't know why it was on my it was in my watch list he sent me an offer i did not get it he had a whole lot of them all on the picture you were just like uh i saw the backs on all of them i saw the fronts on all of them i was like these look these are all, like, lowest grade is going to be an 8. The rest are all 9 or better. And you were just like, uh, I don't know. No, what, what did I buy a couple weeks ago? I think it's because I bought that Summon Skull or something like that. Or I bought I bought the, uh... It was, it was right around that time, actually. Cool. Yeah. Can't believe it. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. Um, Again, guys... It's gone now. By the way, it's gone. This Alakazam is sick. I'm telling so, you, it's sick. I believe it's the only Secret Rare in the uh, set. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure fates collide that's the only secret rare in the set I'm almost sure
0: yep alright S- smacking myself over that one
1: so look it up guys when you look it up and you see it you're gonna be like yeah I don't know why that card's not worth more
0: by the way I knew this math too I knew the math that's why I was like oh nine of them for this much even nine at 80 bucks you would still win mm-hmm. you're getting you're getting them for like $10 a card mm-hmm. which
1: is the lower end of the spectrum which are the cards when you see that are 10 bucks on ebay they look terrible trash yeah, yeah. um these next two on the uh, sleepers are going to be uh, pretty surprising. Uh, we touched a little bit about full arts and how they're gradable and they are collectible and stuff like that. So here are two more that are going to be pretty exciting. We have Venusaur EX, 141 out of 146 from XY Base. So the first XY set that came out, mm. this is where they're from. Uh, they're pretty cool. I think they're really good-looking full arts, um, and which makes them very collectible. So, if you look at the prices here, the comps, we got raw 15 to, 50, $15 to $50 for this Venusaur. So, not too bad. Didn't see any listings for PSA 10s, but PSA 9 is selling for $200 to $250. What? Yeah, no, it's. What? I wasn't aware of these. You could buy an average Venusaur full art from XY Base for maybe $35 bucks and turn, turn them into $200 bills. And you'll be forty-five bucks in on a value, because this fits into the uh, to the the value service level.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: In terms of declared value after grading. Mm-hmm. So that's a perfect that's a that's a perfect card right there to start a very small scale up. Not even small, because like I said, if you're buying in at thirty dollars, if you're buying <laughs> in at thirty dollars, um, and you're making them into two hundred dollar bills, that's that's very big scale ups. Um, so this next one here. Big surprise, Blastoise EX, 142 out of 146 from XY Base. Again, this is another full art card. Um, Raw, it goes for about the same price, $15 to about $65. Um, But the PSA 9 is like a solid $250. So again, Blastoise is is the the favorite, so that's why he's a little bit more expensive. On the higher end, $65, so $15 more expensive. Uh, The PSA 9 holds about $250, 250 so... Again, guys, PSA 9s are not unrealistic. They're not hard to get. They're not... I'm not going to say they're not hard to get, but it's not unrealistic like a 10.
0: Yeah. You can find them all the time.
1: Yeah. And as long as you're very familiar with PSA's standards and their grading procedures and the things that they look for, getting a 9 in these cards and eyeballing them off eBay is not going to be hard. It's a very... This is a very easy and almost surefire scale up right here. Yeah. Because there is... There's a few listings out there. Yeah. And I, and I'm sure you might even have some friends who collect that have these cards that don't really care for. It's them. so
0: weird. It's so weird. There's so there's freaking so many strategies strategies on this. I want to touch on this real quick. So we were talking about vintage stuff earlier. Just buy it graded because your chances of finding that grade are so hard. But when you can find cards for 15 bucks in the modern scene, it would be it would make more sense that you grade it yourself. The reason I say that is because. So he's saying a PSA nine is two fifty for this Blastoise. Mm-hmm. I I have no problem telling you guys, I'm not sure what the value of this modern Charizard will be in six to nine months versus a vintage Blastoise. I don't know if a PSA nine will increase in value. That's why the only way to lock in increased value is to buy it raw and grade it and hope that it grades well. It's like backwards. So modern, you buy low, you increase the value, you sell it vintage you buy at the best price possible it increases in value just because of what it is right vice putting a slab on it you know what i mean yeah it's weird yeah. it's like it's like the value of your home going up because of where you live and then the value of your home going up because you added stuff to it two different things yeah that's quite. that's I, yeah, a great way to put it that's perfect analogy yeah yeah you live in a baller area value goes up just because of its prestige mm-hmm. whereas if you live in the hood your value goes yeah, up because there's you, no you more, upgraded your bathroom your There's no more lots open kitchen. for people
1: to, to right, build right. new homes it's in this capped. area. It's capped. So yes. whatever home is there, that's it. Hopefully that made sense to you guys. Yeah, I hope so. I thought that was good. <laughs> yeah, that was I great. I
0: just, <laughs> yeah, just came good. in out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. Um, so again, go over to sleepers, guys. That's Jirachi EX, 94 out of 100. Alkazam EX, 125 out of 124. This is a banger. Don't sleep on it. Venusaur EX, 141 out of 146. And Blastoise EX, 142 out of 146. Those cards right there are surefire scale ups. Don't miss out on your opportunity, guys. That when when a card is guaranteed a two hundred to two hundred fifty dollar bill in a nine, that's that's a surefire scale up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And oh, it's yeah. not like it's not like you're second guessing it like, oh, I wonder if Blastoise is a popular Pokemon. I wonder if it'll sell. No, it's gonna sell. Jeez, I mean just think it's the, Blastoise. The math works.
0: <laughs> even if you go sixty five bucks in Great Express, you're at hundred and forty dollars in. And hundred and ten bucks. Yeah. 110 bucks you know after fees and all that stuff you're still pocketing like 70 80 bucks that's, and that's that's prices today yep so 6 to 8 months when you
1: receive your card people could catch on and that you could be like oh wow now this thing's a thousand dollars
0: kind of like those Shining Lugias were yeah and, and we bought it for
1: 25 bucks and
0: I'll feel pretty safe saying that I don't think the value will drop below 250 yeah I just don't know if it'll go up yeah that's that's where I'm at because XY
1: base is done it's capped
0: yeah it's yeah. out
1: of print that's it yep so uh that's it for the sleepers, guys. We have two very exciting cards on the lookouts. Now, the reason why these are on lookouts is because I figured you can't have Venusaur and Blastoise without Charizard, so I'd give you guys the Charizard option here. Oh. But you're gonna need a little more, a little more budgeting on your hands here. Need some bread. Yeah. So this is Charizard six out of one hundred and eight from Power Keepers. Bet you haven't heard about that set <laughs> from Power Keepers. Uh, it's a from two thousand seven. So it's almost... Oh, yeah, I've seen this it's one. It's almost 20 years old. I've seen it. Very good-looking Charizard, right? Yeah. Like, that's a sick Charizard card. We're that, talking about...
0: That's Charizard as we know him now, like in the anime. Yeah, we're talking about good-looking
1: Charizard. That's it. Great artwork. Great artwork. So the reason why I'm stressing the Charizard so much is you can find him for under $500. Wow. You can find it for under $500, Ooh. and there's multiple... Multiple opportunities to get him. It's not just a hollow that you want. It's not just the gold star that you want. It's not just this that you want. There's a hollow version. There's a reverse hollow version that's almost just. It's almost better than the hollow version.
0: There's a stamped version.
1: And there's a stamped version.
0: Right. I see that now.
1: It's wow. it's it's crazy. And the fact that the reverse hollow looks like it fits more of the collectibility than the actual hollow does, because I think the reverse hollow has like a gold. The charizard's in gold. The name of, of Charizard is actually is. in gold. It is. So like there's so many opportunities here for you to swoop up one of these almost vintage, basically vintage Charizard's that the first
0: hollow stamp is freaking gnarly. Holy cow.
1: So if you're looking, if you're looking for um if you're looking to have a card to flex, you're looking you're looking for a card that, that's a great one, you know, to, to keep and you want to have that 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 base set Charizard that you can't afford right now, but you want to have it in ten years, you want something that's like it in ten years. Oh, yeah. Here's a Charizard. Here Dude, it is. someone's trying to sell a PSA 10 for 8000 bucks. Holy here moly. Here it is. You know what I mean? Here, Here's your chance to have a vintage Charizard under $500, right? Everyone's out there buying Rainbow VMAX Charizard. Everyone's out there buying this Charizard, you, that Charizard, th- this modern Charizard, this modern Charizard. No one's looking at vintage Charizards anymore because they're like, hey, that's way out of scope. You can get a PSA 8 right here for 500
0: Yep. Yep. See? Reverse foil stamped. Mm-hmm. That is sick. And that would be something. This would be one of those cards where I'd be like, I'm not going to take my chances on a raw. I'm just going to get one. Yep. At 500 for this, yeah, absolutely. Th- I like so, it. Like it a lot.
1: There you go, guys. I, I figured definitely a sleeper. I figured you cannot have what
0: account on TikTok is talking
1: about that. None. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you can't have Venusaur and Blastoise without the Charizard. So I like it. There you go. There you guys go. Like I said, you're going to have to use a little bit more of your budgeting because he is a little bit more expensive. But again, guys, don't don't sleep on it. Keep your eyes out. Sick. Keep looking. This next card, I think it's sick. This card, oh man. <laughs> I don't even know. This card I saw it and I was like, I kind of need to have this card now. And you guys are gonna think it's odd, but it's a Melodic EX ninety six out of one oh six. From uh I think I think they call it EX Emerald or might just be called
0: Emerald. EX Emerald.
1: Yeah, EX Emerald. They sell for about one fifty to two fifty raw.
0: Holy now, moly, yeah, I see that now.
1: Now, if you see the card, you guys may be like, well, it's just a Melodic and it's an EX, whatever, who cares? And it's from Emerald, so it's not like a full art or nothing crazy. I'm sure that's what you guys are thinking, Listen to this on your uh, audio in your car. But when you get the chance to look at this, this Melodic EX one you'll understand why it's the price that it is. Because this card looks a whole lot different than any other Pokemon card you've seen. Now, they have some other Pokemon that are depicted in this way, but this Melodic just looks like Majestic... It's got a really cool artwork. It's got a really cool like glow slash hollow to it. I have no idea, but right. If you have the card in your collection, that's why it's on the lookouts. I understand that it might be out of the price range in most of the cards that we talk well, about not in, many in sleepers. Listed either. And there isn't many listed on eBay at all. So that's what I'm saying. If you if you know a buddy who has one in his collection, you have a means of getting one. You steal this, it. You steal it because this is a card that
0: you punch your friend in the
1: head is and you very, take it away from him. This is a card that's very collectible, that is a silent, like, it's a silent flex. It's like... Oh, yeah. It's like you're out, you're, you are you got, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger in the front flexing, everyone's taking pictures of him, and you're, like, in the back, just flexing. Holy moly. And everyone's like, everyone's like, hey, what is that guy PSA back there? PSA 9,
0: 2,500 bucks? Yeah. What? Yeah.
1: And, and, and what have I always said? A PSA 9 is not,
0: like, unobtainable. PSA 9 is very a 10 sold best offer was accepted last november at ten thousand dollars so that's
1: insane two months ago two months ago for melodic that's nuts <laughs> like I, so when, like i said when you guys see this card if you guys are driving you guys can't see it right now i'm sure you don't understand your brother's like dude just melodic get over it but when you look it up later Emerald,
0: on emerald's a big set though like uh, actually a lot of people it's a very expensive set i think of, like, um packs and stuff too
1: I think there's a... Uh, Pokeriv has his emerald stuff, his ruby
0: sapphire emerald stuff, priced very high. I
1: think it's Raichu. I think... So, earlier in the podcast, I was talking about a Raichu card that I was looking at. I believe it's a Raichu that's in emerald, maybe. And he has, like, this, like, like lightning ball type thing around him. He has thunderbolts coming out. I thought it was a really cool Raichu card. Um, just a tangent. But, anyways, those are lookouts, guys. Charizard, 6 out of 108. Hold on, my eyes are deceiving. me. Yeah, 6 out of 108 from Power Keepers. Uh, back in 2007, go pick up one before Great someone on TikTok puts it out there, and uh, you can't find them for under 500 anymore. Yeah. And then Melodic EX, 96 out of 106. If you have it, go flex it on your TikTok, and then everyone's going to be like, what is that? Oh, I've mm-hmm. never seen it. Great. Great. So there you go. That does it for the Course segment. What else we
0: got? That's it. That's it. That's it for today's episode. We uh, we pushed almost two hours. Appreciate you guys. We wouldn't do it without you guys. Almost two hours without this. Gengar's grabs and Haunter's laughs. Yeah. Well, we actually went off on a lot of tangents that I feel like were pretty valuable. Hopefully, you guys feel the
1: same. If not, leave us the feedback. Let us know. Hey, tell us to shut up, Devin, Denny, shut up. Just do the Pokemon stuff. We don't care about you. Yeah. We just want Pokemon.
0: Hundred percent. We couldn't <laughs> do it without you guys. We would not feel comfortable doing this without your guys' support. So we appreciate it very much. Uh, we will see you guys this Thursday. Um, you can plan for a five PM unless something changes. Thursdays. 5 p.m. YouTube Live. Be there. Uh, we'll announce a giveaway on Thursday as well since we didn't do one today. Yep. We'll announce the giveaway on Thursday. What it's what we're doing kind of is we're, we're intentionally doing that to grow the YouTube channel so that it can be on the same level as the podcast. So how do you do that? You incentivize with giveaways. Um, and you guys already know what's up. So um, we'll definitely do a giveaway since we forgot to do one on the show today. Um, and you can expect a giveaway on either show, one or the yeah. other. We'll, we'll try to do our best. Um, just thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys Thursday. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. All right. See you. Peace out.